pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. coming and it's not going to be pretty it's great to have storable food but when that runs out what are you going to do your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food so i've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non-gmo heirloom yada yada but it's the following years that really concern me so I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So Go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're going to need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. 
I am not going to comply. This ends now. cornered hat and speaking low he said we fought a revolution to secure your liberty we wrote the constitution as a shield from tyranny for future generations this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave the freedoms we secured for you we thought you'd always keep but tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep now your freedom's gone, your courage is lost, you're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Of the drums, 
there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is a duty all of people who will not be strange again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a light around the sun. for a militia. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
church on Sunday, cash our paychecks on Fridays, raise hell every Saturday night. We always stand as the anthem plays, it's who we are, that's how we's raised. No, that ain't never gonna change. to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. Vlin. Hello, Patriots. I, you know, that song, I first I heard it today. First time I heard it was today. Uh, but I gotta say, one of the things I love about it, something I've been thinking about all fucking day long, is I want to open whenever all this shit goes nuts, and I have to do our first ambush down here. I'm gonna have every archer in the world. Because our initial opening will just be nothing but silent arrows flying through the air and people just being skewered left, right, and center. I cannot fucking wait. I don't know if you have that many archers, but I bet you can find... You want to make a bet? You know how many bow hunters are down here in fucking Georgia? I was going to say, I bet you could find a shit ton of Gen Xers that learned how to um, throw jarts when we were kids. They have a hell of good aim. That is true. That is true. (laughs) No, those people became mortarmen, I found out. Yeah, yeah. Mortarmen are the old jart throwers of old that were fucking experts. No shit. Because if you think about hanging a mortar and you drop it down the tube, it goes out, goes, makes a complete arc and comes right back down on target. All of those people that were really good at throwing jarts, those sons of bitches joined the mortarmen. Okay. I'm telling you. No, no joke. Fantastic. No fucking joke. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. For like a non-news day, it was actually had a lot of news in it. Tucker, Tucker was a played mortarman today. No, he Tucker was right on slayed. He did. 
Tucker slayed every candidate that was oh running for God. president. T- Tucker basically, I mean, he just annihilated. He did what he's supposed to. The GOP. He he for thinned, president. He just thinned it because everybody walked out of there today going, should nope. I be running? Yep. Because nope. if you're not asking yourself that question after you are humiliated on stage by obviously a far superior mind, therefore I would have to ask, should you be running for president? At this point, I'm saying Tucker should run for president. I could definitely get behind that, even though I find him to be mostly a libertarian. I could get behind it, though. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. Right. Interesting thought. I mean, put Tucker on a debate stage with any mm. one of them and he comes out on top every time. Mm. I, and I, all he does, he, it's not like he came out with something special. No, he went at Mike Pence with the facts. Look, the American people don't like Ukraine. There's nobody in America that supports Ukraine right now. Nobody. Not when we've given them 454 fucking billion dollars. And we're fucked. Nobody, nobody in America even thinks for one second that we should be sending more money to Ukraine. But don't worry, I'm not worried about that. Actually, you want to be the president of our country and you're not worried about that? Before we get into the Tucker stuff. Um, Interesting. Before we get Bull into those debates, actually, I I did want I I've been holding on to something for a minute here now, a couple days. I think since Tuesday, maybe. Uh, Malcolm Flex had a very, as always, neurodivergent perspective on um, what's going on in Ukraine with Zelensky basically getting the. Pound sand from NATO. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got to go backwards. What did you just say? Neurodivergent? Yeah, that's how he identifies himself. Basically means like on the low end of the spectrum. Okay. Which. I didn't even know that was a thing. I think most people at this point probably are on the low end of the spectrum. Didn't know that was a thing. At least the ones that they can think for themselves. Anyway. Was not aware. What is normal anymore? Exactly. How do you define normal? Because what we would consider normal back in the day were considered abnormal today. Exactly. Anyway, but check this out. How dare you live by the woods? So I like to laugh at the expense of warmongers just as much as anybody else does. But those pictures that came out from the NATO summit, (laughs) they're a little bit troubling. Not going to lie to you. You know, you got Zelensky, the little green man, he's standing there just kind of, you know, left out to dry. And all of uh, all the fancy nobles, you know, the the other country's leaders, you know, they're, they're heads of state. They're all dancing and having a great time, you know, in their uh, dolled up regalia, just like, oh, like the capital. Whereas he's looking and he's like, guys, my, my country, like I blew my country up for you guys. Like. We literally could have had peace back in the April of the year that this thing started. But you guys told me to keep fighting. Keep in mind, this is the same Zelensky that they literally took on a world press tour. You know, dude was flying everywhere, giving speeches, you know, walking into rooms of like blue and yellow. And, you know, everybody blew smoke up this dude's tail. And I can only, you know, maybe it's just because I'm not psychopathic enough to just purely laugh at a guy and say, oh, <laughs> sucks to suck, go pound sand and burn in hell. But 
this guy was literally led down a primrose path, much like Ukraine was by, you know, basically everybody, the diplomats, foreign policy and whatnot. Like, you have to think about this. We've been stringing Ukraine along, telling them, you've got our unwavering support. Everybody's been saying that. And then we're talking, it's game four. Ukraine's down by three. Russia's about to sweep. Fourth game, Zelensky's looking at his star player, you know, NATO, the U.S., and he's like, all right, guys, I guess you're going to come off the bench now, and, you know, for this game, man, we're going to start our run, right? And, you know, NATO's like, oh, you know, man, like, my shoulder just feels a little bit weird, you know, I don't know. And he's like, come on, bro, y'all been talking all this big shit, like, come on, what are we doing? So, that is kind of where I'm like, okay, hold on now, this is going to go left. Because strategic empathy, although it's not in vogue, it's something that you have to utilize. Nine times out of ten when you're looking at foreign policy, you have to understand how your enemy feels. That's the same reason why I can understand why Russia is decidedly pissed off because of our antics, you know, over in Ukraine and Georgia and the other outerlying areas, you know, basically dicking around over there and trying to start a cold revolution in Belarus. Like, there's a lot of shit for Russia to be pissed off about, and I understand that. So likewise, I understand where Zelensky's head is at, because his whole country is in shambles. Like, make no mistake, Ukraine is not one of those centralized areas where all the power is in the government, the government has all this. No, they've got organizations like Right Sector, Svoboda, C-14, you know, the Azov Battalion, you know, all of these groups have a level of control over there. Like when there was a moderately amicable organization in power and they were about to go ahead and make a deal of neutrality with Russia or, you know, they were about to come to terms and say, you know, hey, we can become more Russia-friendly. C-14 literally said, hey, we fucking got the last guys out of here. You know, we overthrew them. What makes you think we can't overthrow you? And, you know, you just got to remember these guys are literally descendants of the Galatian SS. You know, these are the actual Nazis. Like, they hate Russia because most of these guys were under Soviet occupation, and the one thing that you could do that was explicitly anti-Russian was side with the Nazis. So that's where a lot of these guys are, you know. They're the, the descendants of these organizations. But now Zelensky's in the corner. He can go cowering back to Russia and, you know, make a deal with them, but then he's going to get killed. Or he can basically say, you know, basically send his troops to fight to death, but then they're probably going to be pissed off because they have literally sacrificed everything on this war for the West just to get left out in the cold. So it's it's pretty bad. So if I'm looking at Zelensky and I'm like in his shoes, you know, those are uh, those uh, green war boots that he wears pretty much everywhere that, you know, he never changes because, you know, he's totally at war. You know, he's not chilling somewhere in a bunker, you know, uh, sipping my tides and shit. Um, if I'm in his position, I'm dead anyways, right? So I might as well start World War Three and take everybody with me. And, you know, at least then the West is going to have to, you know, side with us. They're not going to have a choice, right? So that's what you need to look out for. Cause I guarantee you, that little sad, dejected face that guy had, <laughs> that is not the face of somebody that's just going to say, well, guys, all shucks, you know, we, we gave our best shot. Guess, uh, guess now we just go ahead and go die. That's the face of a guy that said, all right, bet. 
You guys saying fuck me? Well, okay, it's gonna be fuck all of y'all. That's what his face said. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know where this goes, dude. Because I mean, Ukraine's on the ropes. They have literal press organizations, you know, press squads. I don't, I don't think people think of that term and what it means. But that's basically they're round. These squads go and press people to join and enlist and fight. So they're not. You know, they've lost a substantial amount of soldiers. They've lost probably over 150,000 people, you know, combat troops. For context, the U.S. has about 400-something thousand, maybe like 500,000, I don't know, combat-ready troops or troops that are active combatants. So they've lost over a third of the U.S.'s forces. And keep in mind, they're not a, a, they're not the size of the U.S. They're big. But Ukrainitsa, you know, on the borderlands, they are not the side size of the U.S. So, yeah, guys, we might be seeing a crescendo here, and it doesn't look good. So, well, if you were listening today, if you all paid attention, um, although it is an odd look at history, um, it's Bastille Day. Liana was playing German history mm-hmm. that had been translated into English today. And uh, it's really weird when you hear the other side of the story. There was a lot of people saying, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that all of this was Prussia. If you look at where the countries were mm-hmm. and Prussia actually was Ukraine and you look at what they believed and who they were and what all of these, the color revolution was in Russia. And when you find out that Jews are behind everything, not Jew Jews, like Kazarian Jews, um, you find out that Germany was kind of in the same boat. Hitler was, did everything to make peace prior to the war. Did everything, everything a leader could. And everybody from the West stood against him and said, no. Because he turned away from the international banking system and put his country back on the gold standard. Correct. Which is what Putin's done. I mean, I knew that. And we are, we are, the the press here is Lamba blasting Putin, much like I'm sure they did Hitler back in the 30s. Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine that this is being done at the behest of the Kazarian Jews. Probably. And that this whole thing is just another, like, like, you can't set this up more perfectly than it is to look just like World War II just like the prior the kickoff to what happened in germany i am telling you right now look at it look at where our economy is our economy is going down the tanks faster than a fat girl in a hot dog stand i swear to god that's our economy is going to be shit soon what do we need to change that every time in the past what does the u.s use to change war Someone over in the Rumble chat said Bible 414. I'm not sure which particular passage you're referring to, but James 414 is why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Sometimes a red mist when I'm done with you, but I mean, it just depends on the day. Give me 20 minutes. Anyway, um, this happened yesterday. 
just authorized to send up to 3,000 reserve troops to Europe for something called Operation Atlantic Resolve. This comes just on the heels of his trip to Europe, where he met with Ukrainian President Zelensky. And this is on top of the 20,000 troops Biden sent to Europe just last year following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So the U.S. currently has over 100,000 troops in Europe at this moment. So, Charlie, this seems to be a, an abrupt deployment. How do you interpret that? Yeah. So I think there are a couple of things going on here. The first is that uh, Biden embarrassed himself on the world stage yet again um, over the last couple of days. And this is an effort to kind of uh, shore up support in Europe and uh, and specifically with uh, with Ukraine and Zelensky, I think is the first thing. The second thing is that uh, it's a reminder uh, that as unclear as the administration is about what our interests are in this part of the world and in this war that Joe Biden allowed to hatch under his uh, under his presidency, um, as unclear as they are, they are fully committed to it. And I would advise the president that far more important than just putting more reservists, and they are just reservists, at this point, but that's one step closer to being a full-blown hot war with the largest arsenal of nuclear weapons on the planet, uh, uh, I would advise the president to explain to the American people what our vital interests are in all of this. He has still failed to do that. And he's. I, and I think the answer, the reason is, is because he can't give a, a, a what, explain to people what our, our vital uh, national security interests are in this fight, but but he certainly is committed to it. And it sounds like he wants to uh, try to take it to the next level, which is yeah. absolutely terrifying. It, it is not a NATO. Yeah, it's, hold on. Country, Ukraine. So we are under no obligation to lose a single American soldier in that proxy war with Russia. Correct. We don't we're not. We're not even if we if it was a NATO country, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things I can't stand is when we fucking sit here and talk about NATO. Oh, Article five, Article five. OK. But, you know, one of the things that I loved about Trump, Trump was threatening to pull us out of NATO. Why? Because nobody else is pulling. The only country that's required to pull its weight is America. Yep. We are so, the world's police force. So when NATO says Ooh, Article five, Article five violation. OK, Article five violation. I see that. I'm not committing anything until somebody else commits something because I'm not going to be the first one to take a step on this one. If I were president, that's what I would say. I'd be like, no, fuck you. Y'all, what have y'all done for us except take our money? That's it. That's not what I wanted. What are you doing? That was not what I wanted. Obviously. I clicked on the wrong thing. That's all. It happens sometimes. Chill out. No, never. 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 Well, all right. So let's get into this. Uh, the Blaze hosted something called The Summit today, hosted by Tucker, which was essentially him interviewing presidential candidates one at a time. Trump, Tucker went on a rampage Trump, and slaughtered. Trump declined to attend, but slaughtered um, I everyone. I don't think DeSantis is going to be there either, but Nikki Haley and I think Vivek are up tomorrow. Um, I wonder how they're going to treat Tucker. We'll see. But anyway, after today, uh, Asa <laughs> Hutchinson was the first head on the chalk bang block. 
described delaying a child's natural progression from childhood to adulthood through adolescence. You described that as, quote, treatment. And so that raises the, I mean, clearly you've answered the question. You believe it's treatment. You believe, I suppose, that people can change their sex. Because if you don't believe that, you wouldn't call it treatment, would you? Well, you have repeatedly uh, described. Uh, 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 I can't, I don't know what to say. Uh, usurp uh, over the past several years is, is the right to decide what medicine you take in the form of, of COVID mandates. Um, how did you feel about that? And how many COVID shots did you take? And how do you feel about it now in retrospect? How many COVID shots did you take? Zero. But, but I think it's fair, and I, and I can see that you recoiled when I asked you that question, um, and I don't think, honestly, you should be asking people about their medical care, but that became a, a matter of public policy, and I do think that the whole country ought to pause and assess, like, what did we just go through? What, How do we feel about it now? And so it's a very straightforward question. What, one of the powers... Thunder. 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 Thunder kick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, but if you have, if I describe to you a nation in which 7 million people had moved without permission, most of the military age males, and bringing with them, they brought poison that killed over 100,000 citizens of the country into which they were moving every single year, you would say this is an invasion. This is not only a challenge to a sovereignty, this is proof that sovereignty doesn't exist. You don't control your country. It's not really your country. And you would say that's an emergency. In fact, you might even say that's worse than what's happening in Ukraine right now from an American perspective. And so what, if that doesn't meet the definition of an emergency with which you'd use the US military to respond, then what does? What's happening in the Philippines? I mean, I'm not mocking you, but what is happening in the Philippines that's more important than that? Well the Philippines is close to Taiwan and so that sends a signal of course that fact that we have our bases there that if we have the right personnel uh, the right equipment there then we send a signal to China don't touch the freedom of Taiwan and I think that's important now go ahead okay but if you have well, well Asa if that's so important why not protect the homeland first mm -hmm. let's start with the homeland Let's stop going and solving everybody else's problems. Let's start solving our own. Because right now we've got men that think they can be women. We've got women that think they can be men. We've got women or men wanting to be women so that they can have an abortion. You tell me where the God-fearing start part starts. Because so far I ain't, I ain't seen it, Asa. Well, here, here's um, Asa's finale. I believe in a limited role of government and so you know if I don't think that California ought to be able to tell parents you need to have gender-affirming care for the children the government should not do that and in the same way let's keep the government out of it unless it's that extreme case and let's let parents guide the children I stand with parents so and, and amen for standing with parents and I think everyone in the room would agree with that um, but the reason I asked the question was not to bring up a sore subject, which I, I know that it is, uh, but to ask if in the subsequent two years, you, you had said that you drew the line at castration of, of physical altercation of a child's body because it's permanent. 
But in the subsequent two years, I think we've learned that hormone therapy for prepubescent children is permanent. It changes the bone structure, it changes the brain of the child. It, a lot of people believe, including me, that it, it destroys the child's life, but it is permanent. It's not reversible. So given that and the standard you just articulated, do you have different feelings? I mean, this is a permanent change we are making to a child. Why would we allow that if we don't allow surgery? Well, you, permanent change is one issue, but also hormonal treatment is a different issue and can be a different issue. And whenever you look at the bill that I vetoed, there was not any grandfather clause in there. Again, uh, I respect legislators that have a different view, but I think independently, I think of the parents, I think of the Constitution, and actually the court, if you read the decision of the federal judge that struck it down as unconstitutional, really sided with parents as well. But how is, whenever, it, but how is it treatment? I guess that's my question. If you have a child who says, who's born a boy, I want to become a girl, he hasn't gone through puberty yet, he's say 10. Is it treatment? to prevent him from going through the natural process of adolescence? How is that treatment? It, it seems not like treatment. It seems like something else. Well, you have to, Tucker, I hope that we'll be able to talk about some issues. I know that- Well, this is can... one of the biggest issues in the country. And I think I would, every person in this room would agree that it is a, a central issue because it, these are children who are being altered permanently. And you can defend that alteration, that change, if you like but there's really no debate about whether or not it's permanent. And so I think it's fair to ask you in a calm, rational, and I very much hope polite way, why you would support that. In face. <laughs> Asa, Asa, you douchebag, you walked right into that, you fucking idiot. Asa. See, he's so retarded, he thought he was gonna get treated with kick gloves. He walked on that stage thinking Tucker was gonna be like, oh, Asa. No. And Tucker would took his fist and shoved it directly and played sock puppet with him for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Holy shit. What a retard. Who's voting for that motherfucker? Hey, if you're in here and you support Asa Hutchinson, you might want to leave because he's a dumb some bitch. And I'm going to call him on it every fucking day oh, of the week and twice on Sunday. Tucker's now teed up with Ron DeSantis on the chopping block Ooh. right now. That's really we'll be um we'll be getting clips from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We might have to do that on, on Sunday since we're going to play the Tucker Tate interview on Sunday. Anyway, we'll just do a Tucker Sunday. There you go. We'll fucking play Tucker destroying fucking descent. That'd be wow. I can't wait. This is going to be epic. Tim Scott's next though, folks. So mm -hmm. just stand by. Yep. I'm going to cue some up here. Cause I'm sure he's uh, going to be called an uncle Tom after this. So don't worry about it. Okay. Here we go. A little Tim Scott for you. I ask, and thank you for saying that about the 100,000 Americans, mostly young people, mostly not in the cities, dying every year. So that's hundreds of, of thousands just in the last several years. Um, why, and you said we should build the wall that was started and, and then dismantled. Why not build a human wall with, say, the reservists who were called up to go defend Ukraine? Why wouldn't they be defending our border? I totally agree with you. Yeah. Well, but, but, but there's no effort. I mean, the, the Pentagon has said, the last president kind of suggested that, didn't do anything about it, but he suggested it. And I think most people thought, well, that's not a crazy idea. And the Pentagon said, like, no, we're not going to do that as if it's their call. Why would you fund the Pentagon if they are refusing to defend the United States? <laughs> well, here's what I've already done uh -huh. in my legislation. I created legislation that says, now, let me just do a survey of the audience. 
How many of y'all think we need 87,000 new IRS agents in America? I can't hear you. Say it one more time. I think y'all said no. I agree. Why not take the Inflation Reduction Act that actually increases inflation and the 87,000 new IRS agents that are funded by the $82 billion in additional funding for the IRS, which the $82 billion, about $40 billion is a target, people making under $200,000 of income. Why not take those 87,000 positions and put those folks on the border? Why not increase the pay of our border and patrol agents? Why not give them the resources they need to surveil our borders and do the jobs that they desperately want to do? As President of the United States, I would sign my legislation and divert the resources from the IRS to the border so that we could secure our border. You're going to audit all those people coming in? Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they said he was witty. I, I, I see it with my own eyes oh, right now. I'm for it, by the way. May I ask you? That thank laugh you for is saying. too much. I'm sorry, Tucker. You're killing me with that laugh. <sighs> and you go to the screens and President Biden says to the world, we don't have the ammunition. And so what you see from Ukraine is they say send the cluster bombs over. Under my administration, we would have the resources and a defense industrial complex that provides the weapons that we need and our Western allies need. We wouldn't be in this position at all. Do you think he should send them? I wouldn't have to. He already has agreed to do so. Huh. Um, look. Front pages of every news station you go to. The pages of every. He just said, I wouldn't have to. He already sent them. What? No. I wouldn't have to. He already has agreed to do so. Well, wait a minute. You just said that you would supply our Western nations with our weapons. Mm -hmm. That is that goes against everything American first. Just so you're aware, Tim Scott, you are not America first. Yeah, that was the end of Tim Scott right there. You are America last. Mm -hmm. That is great to hear. We just dimed you out. You're gone. Next, next oh, death, oh, please. Oh, no, there's, there's more death. I, it's interesting because all measures are relative. So Russia's bad, Russia's a threat, Putin's evil, got it. But the total body count from Russia in the United States is right around zero. Like, I don't know anyone who's been killed by Russia. I know people personally who've been killed by Mexico. The government of Mexico allows fentanyl to be made in its country and to come over our border. Yes. And remittances from Mexico are a huge part of their economy. The Mexican government is party to the murder of hundreds of thousands of Americans. So why is Mexico less of a threat than Russia? Well, two things. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Okay, but yeah, and fr I mean, frankly, here's, here's no Americans killed by Russia, yeah. hundreds of thousands killed by Mexico, but Mexico's our ally and Russia's our enemy. How does that work? Well, I'm not going to pretend like I, the legislation I have sponsored that I would sign as president of the United States freezes the assets of the Mexican cartels, targets the Mexican cartels, and hopefully eliminates the flow of fentanyl. I do agree with you that 70,000 Americans losing their lives on an annual basis is an existential threat to America that we can solve. We don't have to choose the good news. Is Would you be willing that. to say to the Mexican government, your economy runs on factories right over the border, car plants, for example, but many other manufacturing uh, plants, and we're just going to slap tariffs on that and tank your economy, like tomorrow? unless you stop allowing poison to come into our country. Like, why not do that? I, I say, 
You use every tool available to stop fentanyl from coming across our border. And that's a cop no, no exceptions. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. He's a fucking sellout. Yeah. He's not an American first candidate. He's fucking full of shit. Now, most people don't know this about Tim Scott. I do because he's from South Carolina, which is just over the border from us. Tim Scott initially was a Democrat. And when he wanted to go run for national politics, he went to the Democrat Party and they said, sorry, we already have too many black people running. You should go run as a Republican. So he did. Another sheep and wolf's clothing. Two wings of the same bird, thinking with the same brain. Yep. Hmm. War very quickly. So why not force a peace? How would you we do could that? Do, well, you could tell Ukraine, and they are a client state of the United States, without American backing, there's kind of no Ukraine. We're literally paying the salaries of their bureaucrats. Um, we want you to sit down, as they tried to do, but were stopped by our government. Um, and stop this war and, yeah. and reach a peace as, as one does, where both sides, you know, concede some of their interests. Like, why wouldn't that be in our interest to do that? I think the faster we get to peace, the better off we are. What we don't want to do, from my perspective, is allow ourselves to ask for a premature peace that cannot be achieved as the alliances continue to come together. That's it. That's all I needed to hear. That's oh, it. Oh, no, we're done. No, 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 no we're done. No, no, we're done. No, no listen, listen. Tucker has some great comebacks what, in here. What he just said, what he just said right there is I want to keep the military industrial complex yep. happy. Yep. I want to keep weapons flowing overseas and yep. I want to keep the money lines open. Yep. That's exactly what he just said. And Tucker and calls Tucker, him Tucker, I, well, I hope so. To the extent that we can find our path out of this situation, the better off we are. So what's the point at which we'll know that we've achieved our goal? Just, and, and I say that within the context of having watched 20 years of occupation in Afghanistan where nobody could answer the question, what's the point? Yes. And no one in Congress ever asked that question, amazingly. So what is, the, what is the specific goal here? Yeah, so I would say that the objective should be for Zelensky and Ukraine to be able to achieve victory by maintaining as much of their territory as they possibly can and then seeing the resources that we've deployed along with our Western alliances, achieving the peace that I believe comes when you get these two folks to sit down and have a conversation that allows them to determine where those lines will be drawn for the next hundred years. Okay. You know, he didn't really call him on it, but there's, there's, that's a completely fluid statement. He just said, Oh yeah. just to keep maintain their borders, get yeah. the fuck well, out of here, dude. As much as they're of their current territory as possible. Where's the line? Yeah. Where do you draw it? Wait, it nope. That's just it. That's another look generational war. What we have to have in our next presidential candidate is somebody who's going to say, okay, look, there's a war in Ukraine. Fine. If there is, I don't think there is, but if there is a war in Ukraine, fine. Where's the line though? Where do we stop? When do we stop sending money? When do we stop sending troops? When do we stop sending equipment? And I'm sorry, money and equipment and troops are all tied into one thing. So when do we stop funding this war? Whether we're doing it silently or we're doing it pro bono or in the open is immaterial. The point is, is when do we stop? We've been sending money like it's going out of style to Ukraine. They didn't even send us that much money in fucking Afghanistan. And you guys were getting pallets of cash. This shit is ridiculous. This is like, this isn't, we're fighting a war right now. Our country is.
and we're paying for a war right now, but we've got no edge in the game. Why? Because we got a bunch of pussy ass pussy boy leaders who are just sitting there saying, well, we'll just give them some more money because we got to stop that communism. Have you ever looked into that communism? Do you know what the definition of that communism is? Because I guarantee you fucking don't. Because if you knew what the definition of that communism was and you knew anything about the Bolshevik revolution, you would know that Putin right now is just protecting himself and his country. Mm -hmm. Just saying. For a friend, of course. All right. You guys want to see Pence get eviscerated? Yes, on live television. Everybody wants to see him get his head cut off. Fucking hysterical. This is the guillotine, folks. He lays in this guillotine. It is amazing. We're going to queue up to it. That's the second clip. The first one's fun, too. Clear that the Zelensky government has arrested priests for having views they disagree with. That's not consistent with religious liberty. It's an attack on it. And we're funding it. And I'm just wondering how is it, and I, I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but I sincerely wonder how a Christian leader could support the arrest of Christians for having different views. Well, what, what, what I can tell you is I asked the Christian leader in Kiev if that was in fact happening, and he assured me that it was not. People were not being persecuted for their religious beliefs. Now, he, he let me, no let me, let me take a break here. I know we disagree on this strongly, but I, I respect your right to your opinion on Ukraine, and I trust you'll respect mine. But, look, but, I, look, okay. look I, I've been to Ukraine now twice. Question. All right, and hold on, Tuck, Tucker follows up, so we'll, we're going to play the second part of that. Interest of the United States of America to continue to give the Ukrainian military the resources that they need to repel the Russian invasion and restore their sovereignty. Yeah. You want to play that again? Did he get booed? Would you, may, may I ask? Yeah, play it again. Yeah. He got booed like a motherfucker. He did. What the hell just happened? I don't know. Come on. But it is oh. in the interest of... Oh, come on, start back here. But it is in the interest of the United States of America to continue to give the Ukrainian military the resources that they need to repel the Russian invasion and restore their sovereignty. Yeah, he totally yeah. booed. What a piece of shit. You yeah. know, how what, would you, may, may I ask? You know, I, I, I got a, I got a serious question. What did Trump see in him? He's a fucking biggest pussy I've ever seen. He has got no backbone whatsoever. Trump saw the West in him. He asked him a Christian question and he completely said, well, that's not happening. You just took his word for it. You Trump. didn't look into it. You didn't open a congressional investigation into it or do anything else. No, you just took his word for it. Yeah. Oh, it's going on. Don't worry about it. Okay. What? I ask, would, would you be, and I, I believe you have a good faith position on this, and we have disagreements on it, but I want to just, I, I can't let you elide over the question of the treatment of Christians. And I, I know, I, I heard and that would again. You be, well, no, but hold on. Would you, you, would you be willing? The problem is you don't accept my answer. I just told you that I asked the religious leader in Kiev if it was happening. You asked me if I raised the issue, and I did. And I'm saying I also raised it with incorrect. the Ukrainians, and I was told that there are, there are religious leaders who have been working with the Russian military that is murdering people by the thousands. Okay. I mean, Tucker, look. Uh, Wait, but hold on. Don't you think... Let me explain to you what I think our national interest is there. I would think you would have greater concern for religious liberty in Ukraine. And I'm surprised I, I by your I told you I raised the issue of religious liberty. No, you spoke to one person who's clearly I didn't on one side one of it, 
and there are many, many news reports that are not disputed by anybody that many clergy have been arrested in Ukraine. And I'm merely saying I may not agree with their views. I'm not Russian Orthodox, but you can't arrest clergy for having different views, period. Because if you do, you violate the basic tenet of... Look, I, I won't... Look, I want to be clear with you. I won't Where's stand by it. I won't stand for it. Where's the fly? If people are being persecuted for their religious beliefs, I won't stand for it. Well, why are In you any country with which the country of our nation is supporting or our allies are supporting. Yes. Period. Paragraph. Why are we giving them money? Would you, may, may, may I ask, no, would, Mike, would you be... I, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You've supported every bill that funded may, may Ukraine. I, what, what are you talking about? No, Mike, that's not how this works. You've been supporting them since day one. You want to give them more, to give them more munitions. You want to give them our mines. Mines. Mopums, to be exact. The Mopum system, just in case you're wondering, is a box. You put it in the middle of the field. It's filled with explosives. Okay? The explosives, inside the explosives are little mines. When you set this thing up, it has a, what they call a control field. When you set it off, it explodes. It sends mines everywhere in every direction. Okay? These mines are top-laid ground mines. When these things... Uh, after a certain there is a detonation command that's given to the mines and they blow up all at once mm. now meaning that there's no duds left over nobody can step on a mine now pence is all about sending mopums to fucking afghanistan or to afghanistan ukraine and he's talking about giving Zelensky hundreds of thousands of these boxes Where, what in his right fucking mind is he even thinking by doing this? Because none of those mines are going to Ukraine. All of those mines are getting sold in the black market. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the Ukrainians are doing with them. Yep. All right. Here's They're the trying to make a buck too. Here, here, here's, here's the guillotine. That the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. <laughs> Tucker, I've heard that. Wait, that's, 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 that's not your concern? And yet, your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. <laughs> Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think Joe Biden has weakened America at home and abroad. 
And as President of the United States, we're going to restore law and order in our cities. We're going to secure our border. We're going to get this economy moving again. And we're going to make sure that we have men and women on our courts at every level that will stand for the right to life and defend all the God-given liberties enshrined in our Constitution. Anybody that says that we can't be the leader of the free world and solve our problems at home has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. We can. All right. Fuck you, Mike. Tucker, Mike, I've heard that Mike, routine Mike. from you before, but that's not my. Mike, fuck it's, you. I think Mike, it's a fair question you. to it's, ask. It's, like, it's, where's the concern for the I'm United like, States in that? Please. Well, it's not my concern. Please stop this dumbass. All right. Sorry, Holy fucking shit. Concern one stop this dumbass. Holy. It's not his concern. Where's your concern for the U.S.? Okay. It's so tell you what. If you vote for Mike Pence, you're a fucking moron. You deserve everything that is coming to you because you're retarded. Are you fucking serious? (sighs) He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's not even going to get a percentage of a vote. Nothing. After that, no. Hey, Mike, you might want to think about pulling out all completely. Like your pullout game's got to be good. Go ahead and start pulling out, baby. Mm -hmm. It's time. Because you don't want to get her knocked up. Trust me. <laughs> Holy shit, Mike. Wow. He has the biggest man pussy ever. Yes, I agree. Wow. Here's a... Uh, let's see. Fucking Mike Pence. What a pussy. Oh, here you go. Pussy boy Pence. The internet, the internet completely won on this one. What? Pussy boy Pence? Sort of. Oh, come on. Oh, hell You could apply that to pens. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, all right. Fun times. Yeah. Fuck around and find out. Oh, here, here's another fuck around and find out for you. This happened in Georgia today. Oh, this is this is classic. This just shows you what real next rednecks do, just so you're aware. Oh, 
Awful house. All right. Holy shit. You can't get more redneck than that. You can't steal a fucking tractor and then crash it at a fucking waffle house. No. Holy shit. (laughs) Only in Georgia. (laughs) Only in Georgia. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, holy fuck. Stealing a tractor, but getting into a wreck at Waffle House and arrested while everybody's videotaping you. It just doesn't get more Georgia than that. I mean, that's just Georgia for you. Okay. Well, while while dude was on a high-speed chase with a tractor, Joe was trying to eat a small child on international (laughs) television. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And like, where was he? It was in Germany or something, right? He's just leaving Finland a short time ago on his way back from the United States. More analysis on his performance on the world stage. What the fuck? Seriously, watch watch this again. Watch him like eat this child. Come on. I hate it when it does that. His trip. I know. So do I. Spits in your eye all the time. His trip. Fucking a. Yeah, I'm tall froze up. You have to bring us back up. I know. Back. Okay. <sighs> and start it over. There you go. His trip overseas, just leaving Finland yeah, a short time ago on his way back to the United doing? States. More He's literally like eating that child. On the world yeah, look at the mom. Yeah. Trip he thinks overseas. it's fucking funny. Yeah, she's an idiot. Yeah. Confusing babies with ice cream cones. That's what they said on the bottom of the news there. Jesus Christ. And I mean, you know. I've seen people do that with babies before. Um, yeah, normally in the comfort of your own home where you have privacy. Exactly. But when you're already known for being a pedo, don't do that on international television. Yeah, no, they kind of arrest you for that. Seriously. But hey, this is what um, Morning Joe had to say about Afternoon Joe. About Joe eating kids? The president is good at what he does. And these I've always events- told people. Mm-hmm. No, I just always told people that he's the president's very sharp. Uh, he if if, if uh, you you say something or write something, there have been times he's called uh, and uh, he's refuted it uh, very sharply. He's uh, I, I've talked to foreign leaders that have had conversations with him that said that he was on top of every issue. And uh, to the degree that they were actually some 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 NATO leaders have told me they were very surprised. The contrast between the image in mm-hmm. public and the Joe Biden behind closed doors, uh, because he is so sharp and he's on top of everything. So much of it has to do with presentation. I will oh, say well, also for any Trumpers that are saying, oh, my God, they're talking about how it may really see that. Did you guys see that? Hold on real quick. Watch this. Watch this again at the end of this right here. Watch the security guy standing. It's between the image in the mm-hmm. public hold on, hold on. and the Joe Biden behind Wait, closed Biden. doors. Look, is that a man bun? Is that a man bun? That little faggot's got a man bun. Yeah, he totally does. Holy shit. That's a man bun. Since when has the Secret Service been allowed to wear man buns? Uh, apparently. Since. Apparently y'all dropped your standards yet again. We'll, we'll get to Wow. That. 
because he is so sharp and he's on top of everything. So much of it has to do with presentation. I will say also for any Trumpers that are saying, oh, my God, they're talking about how we may need to take a rest every once in a while. Please, you're Please. talking about Donald Trump, who did nothing but sit in his office and watch cable news all day. The executive time, would we like to get the well, I'm sure we could go to Mar-a-Lago. He probably has them shoved in, in drawers. Uh, his is all of his stuff. But but, Gene, let me just say, if we were talking about style over substance, that would be one thing. We're talking mm -hmm. about matching reality with perception. And yeah. Bill Clinton had a had a had a great saying, which was if a turtle shows up on top of a fence post, it didn't get there by accident. NATO did not expand yeah, to historic uh, 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 lengths. Uh, and have ex power by accident. It was Joe Biden, yeah. along with his equal partners, uh, that masterminded this. But NATO allies will tell you they look to America for leadership. He did this. History will record this, whether idiots on the Trump right uh, 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 online want to admit it or not. History is going to report this, that this is... This is pretty remarkable. You 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 look at the economy exploding, mm -hmm. uh, just just like Obama rightfully got credit uh, along with Bush at the end of the term for helping save the economy. Joe Biden's going to be credited for moving us beyond one of the great economic crises of our time, which was of course uh, COVID. Post COVID, it looks like we may have a, 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 a pretty safe landing here for an economy. Mm -hmm. And I just say this isn't happening by accident. And if, yeah. if people want to focus on him falling on a sandbag or falling off of a bike, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But but while they're talking about that, Joe Biden's making, you know, Europe safe for democracy. Back home. I Whenever this all kicks off, Seriously, can you all do me? Can, man is can, one of the biggest can you all, on the fucking planet. all do me a favor and save him for me? I'd like to do it publicly. I'd like to record it, um, especially if the shot's a little high. I'm dead serious. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking on this one. When this all goes nuts, can you hold him out for me? I really want to clip his nuts. He's such a pussy. I want to tell him that I'm giving him his sex change that he's always asked for. He just didn't know he wanted it. Obviously. Talk about aligning perception with reality. That man lives in a completely different reality. And no, I, perception is so skewed. And, I, and he thinks that America's behind him. What is this? What is this thought? He thinks that the people are saying, yeah, we love Joe Biden. We love what he's doing for Ukraine. He's strengthening Europe. No, there's not an American saying that. Death, I'll get to that. Don't worry. All right. I'm not going to get into debating each of these amendments, but I do want to make this point. Uh, he absolutely believes that diversity and inclusion and equity in the United States military is important. He absolutely no. not. Done, I'm, no, done, no, I'm not going to get that's into great. debate. I'm glad he believes that, but that is not needed in the U S military. The U S military is a war fighting machine. You can't fight a war with a bunch of homos and a bunch of straight guys in a room. And they don't know if the other guy's going to fuck them in the ass in the middle of the night. That's not called trust. That's called everything, but trust. Let me ask you this. Cause I, I hopped on, uh, another a foxhole show this afternoon. I will turn myself up. Thank you. Um, and the, uh, the host, and I hadn't been on there before. Um, Cisco was in there. The host said that he thought that any woman in the military that got pregnant should be discharged immediately. 
Okay, what was his reason? Um, because the military is all about shooting shit and blowing stuff up. It is. And women can't be in combat. That's not true. I, I will completely support women in combat. All right. Because mm -hmm. there's some things I, okay. So well, let me, let well, me hold, tell you hold this. On. Let me ask you a question. Okay. How many support positions are there per combat operator? For what? Like you have one combat operator, you have, you know, how many come like proportionately? You can't, you can't judge it that way. Okay. What you're talking about is my realm. You can't talk about my realm because my realm has nothing to do with that realm. Listen. The point being is this, all right? I I have no care about your sex. None. Could care less. If you're a woman, don't give a shit. If you can shoot, you can move, and you can communicate. I can train anybody to do what I do. It's simple. The point is this. Women inherently carry with them extra baggage. For instance, we've got to carry extra shit for that time of the month. And this, this means... It, Understand what I'm talking about here. I get it. It's not very heavy. I get it. It's small. And I get it. She can probably carry most of it herself. But when it comes down to humping, like when you go out in the woods, not everything that you have is in your ruck. Does that make sense? You split the weight equally amongst You the split team. the weight equally amongst everybody. Everybody's carrying a little bit of something. Okay. If the guy that gets disposed of that was holding on to her disposable napkins or whatever. And now she can't operate. Now I've got two dead soldiers essentially wow. because I've got one that won't fight and I've got one that's already gone. So it inherently puts a bigger problem on the squad as a whole. Do I agree with that? No, because I've seen some women who just didn't give a fuck and they are fucking straight up hardcore sons of bitches harder than most men I've ever seen. They were like, well, if I'm going to bleed, I'm just going to bleed down my legs. So it don't matter. Hell, that's what I'm talking about. You have to be able to carry your weight though. In those situations, when I turn around and say tough shit, your napkins are gone. Your whatever disposable napkins are gone. Don't start crying because it's not the end of the world because our lives are the end of the world. That's my biggest point when it comes to women in the military, all the women that I've served with, in the military, I've never, ever had an issue. Never. Not in well, all yeah, the time. That's not what he said, though. He said that anytime a woman got pregnant while she was serving in the military, she should be discharged, period. I disagree. He didn't say while she was in combat. He said any woman in the military, if they got pregnant, should be discharged immediately. I disagree. I, I disagree completely. Because I, I believe you can still do the job and raise kids. I did it. I did it as a man. There's no reason a woman can't do it. What are we going to start saying that now that we can go way? Look, women's lib came a very long way since it started. Okay. You can't argue that women have all the same opportunities as most men. And now they're even getting into more opportunities, which is ridiculous because of this trans movement. However, the real women out there that are doing the real thing, I have absolutely, I've never had an issue with women in the military. I don't understand why. Um, one of the best snipers in the world, uh, her name is uh, Ismail Goma, and she is an Israeli sniper. She has over 718 confirmed kills. Her furthest shot she ever took was over a mile and a half away, and she hit the target. She's a badass bitch. I would never cross her. She's got more accuracy in her body than I will ever have my whole entire life. And she can knock shit down without a problem. 
Women can yet, do anything. They can do whatever a man can do. A lot of the times they do it a little bit smarter than we do it too. Belushi, that's not what he said either, that she could go back after birth. He said she should be discharged. Well, if she could go back after birth, that's maternity leave. Yeah, discharge is completely different. When you get discharged, you're out of the military. You exactly. can't come back in. They gave you a discharge. Um, she, you know, I, again, females in the military, yes, they should serve. Because you know what the scary part is? Their husbands probably don't. That's the scary part. It's like, hey, where's where's your husband at? Why isn't he here? Actually, I'll I it is I've a stupid argument. A lot of women in in the military are married to other soldiers. Many of them are, yeah. yes. A lot of them, though, most of the women that I've seen in the, the military officers tend to have civilian husbands. Correct. The enlisted tend to have enlisted husbands. Correct. That's just how I've seen it go out. So, but anyway, I, I, um, I agree. I think it's a stupid argument. I think women can pull their own weight. It, it is a stupid argument, but I'm bringing it up because I, well, first off, people don't understand how the military works. Um, they, they think it's all, you know, gung ho shooting shit, blowing stuff up and don't get me wrong. That's a big aspect of it, but you can't go all gung ho and shoot shit and blow shit up unless you have supplies, food, yeah. um, you know, people behind you telling you where the bad guys are. Um, and they might not always be in country with you because technology these days, I mean, you were working logistics out of the Pentagon with an operational team that was deployed. Mm-hmm. So people shouldn't make such broad statements about things that they don't understand. I'm just saying that it is a stupid argument because I think women have proved their place and they've earned their their place in our military. And I completely support it. What I don't support is this trans movement because this is bullshit. First of all, you're I you know, I you know, you guys women today should be absolutely sideways. I I don't understand why Mm -hmm. more women, especially on the left, who fought for women's lib, who fought for the liberation of being paid the same as a man, and now you're giving it away to trannies. I am confused on the left because you were the ones that were always about women's lib, women's lib, women don't make enough money. Okay, but now you're just going to give it up to guys who pretend to be women? Does that make any sense whatsoever? No, not at all. That's it, women are up in arms about it. You should be. Mm-hmm. You should be fucking beside yourself. Every you time I've be... gotten beside myself, I've gotten us kicked off a platform. Fuck it. I don't care. I know. I don't give a shit. You know, I don't care about that. Okay. Um, let me address this real quick. 157 beard. Do we believe in angels? Absolutely. A thousand percent. Why wouldn't uh, you? Talk to them kind of regularly, actually. Although I'm... I'm apparently in a bit of trouble for what I said the other day, but that's okay. Um, let's see. 157 Beard said he was presented a four four one four four fourteen Bible was presented to him today by a spirit. Well, I pulled up and I maybe that's when you you said you were at the store. Um, four fourteen Bible says. Well, it depends. There's a lot of 414 so it depends on what book you're in but um this one spoke to me james 414 
Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Or John 4.14 is Jesus and the Samaritan woman. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. It's as he talked to her on the street. Mm -hmm. Matthew 4.14. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. Yeah, which 4.14? So you, you, Proverbs 4.14 about the kids. Look at Proverbs 4.14. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Mm, no. Let's see. Do you have a book you can give it to us from? I got you. It's about the kids, but. Uh, Ephesians 4.14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Or. And that was when Paul wrote about the children. So, um, maybe four fourteen children question mark. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, what's next? Where are we going? Okay. What's next? Because we still got a little bit right before tribute. Tribute. Uh our good friend Pete Booty Judge, oh. talking about. His bike? Bidenomics. Oh, Bidenomics. Bidenomics. I thought his bike. Elements of Bidenomics is putting a focus on the middle class and working people, making sure that the economy grows from the bottom up and the middle out. Remember, one of the core elements. That sounds like Reaganomics. But it sounds like not what. No, it sounds like he's going to tax the shit out of the middle class. That's mm -hmm. what it sounds like to me. Yep. That's me, but. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, let's see. Sparky, Sparky, Sparky in such haste, brother. In such haste. Stand by. Let's see if he proves his, his worth. No kidding. You got to measure him with a, a stone and a, a glass of water, bro. Okay. And the damn feather. All right. Griff, you brought this one up. Here you go. Yeah, he's right here. Yeah, should have known this was gonna happen. Oh, dude. Yeah. God damn it. You made the wrong, wrong decision. You made the wrong, and now you wanna run. I'm gonna get your plates. You wanna run from this now. You can call them. Thank you. That's awesome. I have all the chat logs, I have everything. Please call them. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling them on yourself. Disgusting ass, bro. <laughs> Look at him, guys. He looks shocked. Exactly. Shocked not to see a 14-year-old, right? Screen record everything. Everything. <laughs> I'm not a cop. You're not being detained. I do have some questions for you. I want to know why you were here today. Why do you think it's okay to meet a 14-year-old minor off the internet? Why do you think it's okay? You want to just sit here and not say nothing, huh? Yeah. Just know you were going to come here and destroy a kid's life. You literally came, left work. Look at him, guys, in his work. Came here to meet a kid, a 14-year-old, to worship his balls. He told him he wanted to worship his balls. 
Worship is balls. You're disgusting, bro. You look like you look at you. You definitely have sense. You look like you got a good job. Like, what is wrong with you, man? Everybody knows what I do in my community, man. <laughs> You're like number 70, bro. You can hide your face. I have your face. I have your pictures. I have everything. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you're disgusting. Right here, A, A-Y-R, there you go. Disgusting, pig. Stop meeting minors off the internet. Stop it. Stop meeting minors off the internet. Stop it. Let's go. Let's go for a job. Let's go for a job. We need to uh, do this more often. Yep. Every day, this needs to be done. Call these fuck sticks out. Start getting these little fucking perverts. You know, the only thing I wish is that we were doing it. They were showing up and we were drilling them right in the fucking nuts. Not even giving them a chance. Just saying, you know what? Fuck you. You're guilty. Boom. Done. Anheuser-Busch. Bud Light has been canceled by Costco and Kroger. Now it will not be uh, restocked and Disney is being forced to sell off uh, ABC and FX and Freeform and a couple other things. Cause they've lost over a billion dollars on the last nine movies they've made. Uh, no, not only that, get this. So today in the mail, I got a thing in the mail from Sheraton. And they were offering a vacation down at their, because Sheraton has a resort-themed property on Disney. Well, they were offering basically the biggest room they've got for like 200 bucks Mm -hmm. right now to go down there and stay because nobody will. If we can boycott all of those those companies. Like y'all are doing. For sexualizing children, for the trans bullshit. For all that, Dylan Mulvaney had to leave the country, by the way. Yeah, because um, it didn't feel safe, and it should. If we can do that, why can't we do the same thing to these child predators? My question is this. Um, I, I love what this guy's doing. I love the fact that he had like a principal. He caught a principal on there and shit, yep. all sorts of other crap. I love what that guy's doing. But we need to start doing that. Everybody needs to start doing calling these motherfuckers out, getting them on tape especially a a democratic candidate who's running for office trying to meet a 14 year old. How are you fucking serious? Make You know what? Not everybody has, not everybody has internet or not everybody is on social media. Oh, don't go down a racist fucking rally like fucking Joe Biden. No, actually I was, I was thinking more like boomers aren't on TikTok all day long. Oh, that's true. Um, make mailers. Make flyers. Yeah, no shit. Let's put it in the mail. Like, put like paper your whole community. When you find one of these creeps, paper your whole community Dude, with this picture. We moved in to our old house. When we moved into our old house, the mm-hmm. guy across the street was a convicted pedophile. Okay. We didn't know at the time. Actually, when we moved in, he wasn't there. He moved no, in. No, no, he was there. We They told us right, right after. Um, we moved in. We it moved was right, in. right. Yeah. We got the yep. flyer. And uh, there was a guy who was going around just stuffing people's mailboxes with, hey, this guy's a fucking. He's, a, he's, he's a, on the sex offender registry. He's a, he's a, he's a convicted child mo- child molester. Yep. This, that, and the other fucking thing. Blah, blah, blah. Never had a, a problem with the guy, but 
he knew that I, across the street I was well armed. He knew that living right next to him was a Philadelphia detective who was well armed, and he knew that there was another cop living right down the street from him. So he was pretty much surrounded. And if he tried to fuck up, I'm pretty sure somebody would have killed him. Point being is there's nothing illegal about doing that. You can make it that bad for somebody. And there's nothing illegal. It's called free speech. Do it. Fuck them. Fuck these pieces of shit. Put their flyers out everywhere. This is this is the line. We open fracture is about this. We drew the line. America drew the line the other day. It did. It said if you're going against kids and you're willing to sexualize and predator, predatorize kids, guess what you're no longer on our side oh you've chosen your side and it is not the same side as us. we we we've decided we we put a line in the sand and now anything on that other side of that because think about it what did we go after target for targets now bitching about losing money fuck them mm-hmm. bud light fuck them all this other shit fuck fuck everything else that went woke you go woke you go broke that's what happens that's what's happening right now. And it needs to continue. It cannot stop. It's not because I hate the Bud Light employees. I don't. It's because I hate the brand. They made a choice. They're fucking idiots. They should never have done that. It's not their place to decide what we think. They People are getting too big for their britches. Now it's time to start crushing some nuts. And this is how we start. It starts with taking the money first. Mm-hmm. I get it, Latanya. I understand, Madame. You want to get high? You know it. Get ready, fuckers. Spark it up. You got it. Light it up. If you can smoke it, hit it. I know, Jay. You can't, bro. Hats on. I'll do this for you, bro. Get it. There's no flames coming out of my ass. Come on now. Our featured sponsor tonight, Kush Creams. It's Kush Creams. <laughs> Megan Kush, the the best topical in the game Seriously. by far. It's amazing. I mean, in used with serious works great. So uh, I stopped using deodorant. That's the smell. No, I was not. wondering. It was like, God no, damn. I was like, what's a dead fish smell? No, you're fuck, <laughs> fuck off. I actually stopped using deodorant like four days ago because I had switched from aluminum deodorant, obviously, a long time ago uh, when I had a breast cancer scare. And my doctor was like, you're allergic to aluminum. You, you need to get off the aluminum deodorant. Okay. I mean, that was years ago. But I found that like every time I use deodorant after a while, it... Like it's, I smell worse. 
right? Like my body has a bad chemical reaction to it. And now that we've gone all natural, like without any, you know, no processed foods and all that, I find that that has gotten worse. So I started doing research on it. And I'm not, not that I'm not using deodorant at all. Um, I'm actually using Kush creams as a deodorant. Weird. It is, but it isn't because coconut oil, emu oil, which is the basis for Kush creams, um, and uh, another one too, um, uh, shea butter, uh, in, inhibits your sweat glands. And the fact that it's CBD makes it that much better. And reduces, and all three of those reduce inflammation as well. Which a lot of times is what causes bad odor. Look at this hippie. No shit. Look at this fucking hippie. No shit. And uh, I've actually noticed it. Thunder kicks. A positive difference. You've not noticed. I mean, you've not come to me and been like, I was wondering what the on? smell was. No. <laughs> you didn't even know until I said. So. When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nope. Give them a nah, bear. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. Holy shit. That's funny. I mean, I like the lemon one. Kids were in the if of the pit. I'm out of it. Um, I thought you liked the chocolate one. Well, I like the chocolate one, but it, like, I mean, I do like the chocolate one, but I save that one for special occasions. Okay. Like when we're going out somewhere nice, All right. you know, because um, I almost want to like lick my own skin it smells so damn good oh you want to get weird all right <laughs> I'm, I'm like damn <laughs> um but the lemon one is uh i'm out of that one too but that's nice for like working outside because the lemon keeps the bugs away anyway i'm just saying kush creams has more uses than you could imagine so more uses more mm -hmm. uses more right. uses I know I'm never going to get you to stop spraying all kinds of chemical shit on your body. So no, I, you'll never go that hippie. Yeah, I never, I will never go that hippie period. So, so I guess now I got to do this too. So. That's okay. Well, I mean, you're handing me the boat. I'll do that. Well, you're over here not doing anything and we're not even on the screen. Anymore. Why don't you release the uh, scratching? Yeah, I can do that. See, cause that's your job. Well, that's just cause I was doing yours. Mm -hmm. so don't get pissy with me. Because I was doing your job, bitch. I did forget to release it last night. So you did, I so there's will. two. There's two in there. So you guys got two, two scratch coming to you tonight. And the scratch is released. There you oh. go. All right. We're well, going to no, do Now some... it's released. Go get you some scratch. Oh, let's do some truth bombs. There you go. The Great American PSYOP. <laughs> The PSYOP behind the projection pushing America into fragmentation is deliberate and financially backed by billionaires and managed by our own intelligence agencies. Meet Serge Varley, a recruiter at BlackRock. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. You can take this big ton of money and then you can start to buy people. Let me tell you, it's not the, who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wall. So it's, it's and who's like, that? The hedge funds, the banks, these guys are
thing was an op, Mr. Durham. This wasn't like a bumbling, fumbling FBI that like couldn't get FISA straight. They ran an op. So who put Mifsud in play? You don't know, do you? I do not know that. I can't Wait, give it the For answer. years, you had years to find out the answer to what Mr. Jordan said was the seminal question, and you don't have it. The media fuels the projection. If you are watching Fox News, I've said this before, if you're watching Fox News or following some uh, right-wing you know, radio host uh, or getting Facebook feeds within that bubble, your reality is different than if you read the New York Times or watch uh, your program. Not just um, during election time, but just this constant demonization of the other side, making people fearful of each other. You're not helping me. You are scaring my kids. You're making them feel like they don't deserve to be here and that they don't deserve to live. This is on your hands. Democrats practically legislate that projection. Racism is a national security threat. Racism is a national security threat. Racism is a national security threat. Institutional racism does exist, and until we accept that, we will not finish our job. We will not elect a chief bigot of the United States of America. Our system is such uh, that it then allows Americans, people, to act in instances in a racist manner. I remember after 9-11 when we all worked together to ensure the protection of the American people through the Patriot Act and dealing with the FISA courts. We work together because truth is important. But Sheila Jackson would like to go a lot further than that. Lee has just introduced a bill called the Leading Against White Supremacy Act of 2023. Now, it's not an exaggeration to say this single bill would do more to criminalize speech previously constitutionally guaranteed speech than any other piece of legislation that has been proposed in the entire history of this country. That's not an overstatement at all, and to prove it, we're gonna read directly from the bill. Here it is, quote, a conspiracy to engage in white supremacy-inspired hate crime shall be determined to exist between two or more persons, at least one of whom published material advancing white supremacy, white supremacist ideology, antagonism based on, quote, replacement theory, or hate speech that vilifies or is otherwise directed against any non-white person or group, end quote. Now, nowhere in the legislation is the term white supremacy or white supremacist ideology ever defined. Of course it's never defined. It's left open. It's subjective. Anything can be white supremacy. But he has been able to reach the, the minority of voters in California who embrace his, his white supremacist worldview. It, it actually goes beyond white people. If you have the wrong ideology, then you're automatically a white supremacist. While a spoiled American generation of digital zombies consume that projection, leading to a host of actions resulting in the downfall of the only civilization they have ever known. What causes a man to shoot a six-year-old girl and her father in the back over a basketball rolling into his yard? Kid, he walked to his yard and he said he was going to kill the kid. Six-year-old Kinsley White, her mother and father, were shot on Tuesday after children from the neighborhood walked into this man's yard to retrieve a basketball. Is it merely psychosis brought on by generational systematic oppression, as we would all be led to believe by the O'Biden administration? And finally, we're 
confronting the stains of what remains a deep stain on the soul of the nation, hate and white supremacy. You know, there's a tough through line of subjugation and sleep from our earliest days to the reigns of radicalized terror, the KKK, to Dr. King being assassinated, and the violent, deadly insurrection on the Capitol nine months ago. It was about white supremacy in my Or was repeat violent offender, 24-year-old Robert Singletary, who has since been arrested, an unwitting disciple of the Marxist propaganda agenda projected into the minds of his generation. So do you think that the UK is too white or not? Yeah, no, it's, uh, definitely. I'd have to say it's too white. You want to have a conversation and present your information? Because I'm not going to give a platform to you f***ing die, you f***ing rednecks. Why don't you quit being such a waste of oxygen? Why don't you present your You want to have a conversation and present your information? Because I'm not going to give a platform to you Nazis, why don't you go home? You can't explain your position. Losers. This new generation of anger based on pseudo beliefs has been constructed by the very rot within the American government that JFK was unable to obliterate. What may seem to be instances of random violence based on psychological profiling gradually accumulates into fifth generation warfare. Quote, voice of God weapon has already been created. The LRAD system, which is used to cast strong signals and crowd dispersion, can also be used to send messages along distances. All of audio, as we know it, is an attempt to be more and more perfectly linear. Linearity means higher quality sound. Hypersonic sound is exactly the opposite. It's 100% based on nonlinearity. An effect happens in the air it's a corrupting effect of, of the sound, the ultrasound in this case, that's emitted. But it's so predictable that you can produce very precise audio out of that effect. Now, warfare described in the year 2000 declassified U.S. Navy's PSYOP operations in the 21st century manual, which utilized a Cynet database to communicate with the hidden PSYOP community to intensely target sections of the American population until what appears as rebellion against the system is actually the system rebelling against itself. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Until, in the words of Sun Tzu, one need not destroy one's enemy, one need only destroy his willingness to engage. John Bowne reporting. Well, that was uh, interesting, and uh, although I agree, it is, you can't explain it any other way. It's evil. Mm -hmm. This is all it can be explained as. It's got to be. I, I mean, what else do you call it? It's a great evil. We have so many people buying into it, too. It's crazy. It's like the people that still support this guy, I got to wonder, because now I'm wondering now I'm looking at you like this. Are you a demon? Because mm -hmm. there's no other way to support that. How how do you send money to something like that? You couldn't do it as a Republican. Mm -hmm. You know, when people show up to your house and you put these signs out in your yard, remember, 
immediately judgment's been made. Just letting you know. We're not that stupid. There's a lot of blue collar guys that listen to this shit every day, whether they're driving their trucks or while they're working in your house. I can guarantee there are so many blue collar guys that listen to politics more than you would be amazed with. Sparky, I'm going to have to make a T-shirt so you know, because I, I mean, obviously the domestic terrorist T-shirt didn't give it away. I'll have to make a MAGA, stream, a MAGA extremist T-shirt. I just, there's no other way to do this. This is like, we're retarded. We can see this. We can see the writing on the wall, folks. We know what's coming. Look, if you don't know what's coming, let me inform you now. We're about to see a revolution in this country. We drew a line. I'm telling you, it's, it's only time now because everybody look at Mark Wahlberg. Who didn't know about Mark Wahlberg? Anybody? Are you not aware of what Mark Wahlberg has been up to? Hmm. He, he, you know, he moved back to LA, right? When he moved back to LA, he moved back to LA with an intent. He was going to track down and find child sex traffickers. Why? Because a long time ago when Mark Wahlberg was part of, was it, uh, new kids, on new the kids block. on the block. He was invited to a party in which they offered him a child. And he said, no. Yeah, he said he wasn't a part of that. And no. then they said, hey, quit being a square or some bullshit. Come join the party, all this mm -hmm. other shit. Literally since then. Like a satanic ritual party. He does not. If he, you know, he doesn't own a home in LA. He moved back. He just recently moved back, but he moved back more at the behest of Mel Gibson. And he's been talking to Jim Caviezel and Mel Gibson. There's a small, powerful group of pedo hunters in Hollywood. Yeah. Trying to call them out, pulling them out. Mel Gibson, Jim Caviezel, Mark Wahlberg. Actually, Donnie, the, the whole, all the Wahlbergs. All the Wahlbergs. Well, all the whole family. family. Yep. Um, They're all against this shit. I, right? have, I have a feeling uh, Adam Sandler and that whole crew is. Yep. Is oh, well, I already know. Too. David Spade, all yep. those guys have already come out against all of this shit and all the shit they've seen in fucking uh, Adam Sandler has too. Um, this is, I'm dead serious. Well, Tanya, he was definitely a new kid. Dude. You didn't on. know that? Yes. Yes, he was. Mark Wahlberg was yes. the biggest new kid. Yes. He, he, he was, he was originally there before he went off on his own. He absolutely was. Yep. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Absolutely. I remember that too. It's just a good vibration. Mm -hmm. But no, he, he was, uh, I think he was in the, maybe the first and second album they put out. That's before like he left. Fifth grade but he for was me, but definitely yeah. a new kid. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but he went back, uh, not when he was a new kid. He just moved back recently. Yes. Um, and or I guess when he was first in Hollywood, he uh went to that party and yeah. And uh it was all sorts of problems. Mm. He was not. He was not a backstreet or uh, a backstreet. new kid on the block. New kid uh, he wasn't in the new kids on I thought he was I know Donnie was. But and I want to say because I thought Donnie and Mark were they'd bring him up on stage and shows and stuff. Yeah, he might not have officially been there, but yeah, Rick Rick Schroeder as well. 
Really? I haven't seen that one yet, but I'm okay. just, I'm, I'm just telling you, this is no shit. Like he came out the other day. I read this whole thing. We, we read this whole thing what this morning or yesterday Yeah. Um, about him. And I was like, wow. Okay. He, I came out in a church in LA. Yeah. He was in church. In church. He was speaking in church in LA, speaking out against these pedos. And they, they've got a, uh, I'm, tr we're trying to find video cause I want to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, because these days there's no way that there's not any video with it. Yep. But, um, if, if he did, I tell you what, this'll be, uh, I, I, I got a feeling that we're going to start seeing some shit that again, we're not, you would never have thought of ever seeing this. Who would have ever thought that Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark and the funky bunch, who ever thought that he would fucking be calling out pedophiles in hollywood holy shit doesn't surprise me um but uh jim caviezel had uh an interesting message this is great actually other people I'm with Flynn, who's not my favorite, stand but. up and do the right thing for other people well i'll just start general Fink. can i start this off please okay okay um i just saw this from wall street silver um, and it's got uh, 4.7 million views. So let's just start there. It says his days are numbered, re refer referencing me. They will make it look like an accident. He is likely correct. The CIA does this, and it is used for blackmailing their assets in high places to keep them in line. Hollywood actor Jim Caviezel says CIA operates world's biggest pedophile ring. Well, <clears throat> let me explain something to uh, all of you in the world that think that I'm a little girl and I'm afraid of you. Mm. I'm not scared in, in the least bit. I gave, God brought me into Hollywood to become an actor. He asked me to do that. He was my intel officer, the greatest God, that, the only God. Mm. And he loved me enough to give me a purpose in my life because I was the lowest of the low at that time. And I would gladly trade my life to save these little ones. Because the screaming that I heard was so horrific, I can't sleep at night. At 3 in the morning, for whatever reason, I can hear it. So, like David, mm -hmm. I love my God. I love him so much, I'll give my life for him. Do you understand that? My life is okay, especially if it saves these little ones. So I want you to understand that when you try to do what you did to me on the Passion of the Christ, change the world narrative, you never scared me, and you don't scare me now. And it's also, I just want to say... I love General Flynn yeah. and how he gave his life. And guys like that inspire me. Warriors that I work with, SEAL teams that I work with. Not the media. Yes, there's good media, like Laura Logan, people that are giving their lives. They actually go down there, not your stupid fact checkers. And by the way, do you have to go to fact checking school? Where is that like a doctor degree, master's degree? I'm asking Christians, public forget about Christians, mm. wake up. Stop fearing the devil more than you fear God. Stop being afraid. Mm -hmm. Stop. My, unlike you, I know I'm going to die someday. I'm not going to die by my own hand. I'm, I'm not going to commit suicide. I'm not. Uh, 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 it may happen from an accident. And this has happened before. After the passion of the Christ. That's right. 2009. Look up that date on Our Lady of Feast of Mount Carmel. What you tried to do. I'm not afraid of you. I got the Blessed Mother. She's with me. 
Our Lady of Guadalupe, she's with me, but our Lord Jesus Christ, who I love with all my heart, I do not fear you at all. You should fear God. Yeah. That's it. What about you, General? What, what drives you? I don't want to hear you, General, because you're an idiot. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Hmm. Nobody fucking likes him anyway. True that. What a piece of shit. But he's right. Jim Caviezel there. It almost sounded like he was talking to General Flynn. Didn't it? Hmm. Like, I know what you tried to do to me in 2009. Hmm. Yeah, why drop a random date on that one, huh? Hmm. That obviously, someone tried to kill him or yeah. tried to do tried something. To do something to him. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So uh, he's not scared. And either is Mark Wahlberg or Mel Gibson. Either are we. Fuck them. This is this is something, and I don't give a fuck. This is. Uh, there's no way. There's no way that we can't come together on kids. There's mm -hmm. no way. That crosses all lines. I don't care if you're blue, red, black, white, green, purple, yellow. It doesn't matter. Kids are not to be fucked with like that. Well. At all. At all. Period. I don't know what Flynn said, Leo. I didn't watch the whole interview. I just watched the Jim Caviezel part of it. I didn't give a fuck what Flynn said. Anyway. Here's what Trump said. The other thing that people don't talk about, human trafficking and drugs, that's double, tripled and quadrupled coming in because that's pouring in right now. Republicans and Democrats must join forces again to confront an urgent national crisis, putting the ruthless coyotes, cartels, drug dealers and human traffickers out of business. One in three women is sexually assaulted on the long journey north. Smugglers use migrant children as human pawns to exploit our laws and gain access to our country. Human traffickers and sex traffickers take advantage of the wide open areas between our ports of entry to smuggle thousands of young girls and women into the United States and to sell them into prostitution and modern day slavery. The other thing that people don't talk about yeah. human trafficking. Yep. So Trump is having a uh, private screening. I don't know if it's at Mar-a-Lago or Bedminster um, of the Sound of Freedom with Jim Caviezel and Roger Stone. And, uh, yep. When did Roger Stone jump to our side? He was never a Trump fan. Are you kidding me? Roger Stone went to jail for Trump. Roger Stone's been a huge Trump. Oh, oh that Roger Stone. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. I thought you were talking about the other Roger Stone. Forget it. My bad. My I, bad. I don't know another Roger Stone. Yeah, there's the movie one. Yeah. That's Sylvester Stallone. No, that's right? Oliver Stone. Oliver but, Stone, not Roger Stone. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. All right. I was thinking, wait a minute. When did Oliver Stone jump ships? Mm -hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, continuing on with the sound of freedom for a moment. Disney spent $300 million resurrecting Harrison Ford and releasing the summer blockbuster.
There's another movie dominating the box office. It's called The Sound of Freedom, and it beat Indiana Jones on opening day. The film's based off the true story of Tim Ballard, a former Homeland Security special agent who saved kids from an international sex trafficking ring. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. We're Homeland Security. You know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. This movie zeroes in on the multi-billion dollar human trafficking industry and honors a hero, someone who saved children from sex slavery. But to the media, this person isn't a hero. Someone who rescues kids from pedophiles is a villain. These films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. And with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts of these child trafficking rings that are run by the high-level elites. For some reason, the entire media is smearing this movie as a dangerous conspiracy theory. The press is saying that the star, Jim Caviezel, is a QAnon guy. And Jim plays Tim Ballard, which is strange because just a few years ago, the same media was celebrating Tim Ballard's heroics. Watch. Tim Ballard has one mission, to track down child traffickers. Four months ago, Colombian authorities asked him to investigate a tip that children were being sold there as sex slaves. Within a half hour, this individual walks up to me, starts asking me what I'm here for, what I want, and within minutes he says well i've got i've got kids as young as 11 years old so why is the media warning people not to see a movie about child sex trafficking it's based on a true story well the spear fund founder tim ballard joins me now so tim why is the media hating this movie you know i can't understand it the film was made, produced, written like five years, six years ago, way before anyone heard the name QAnon. I still don't even know what QAnon is. Uh, in the meantime, they're trying to connect it to some conspiracy when in fact, like you said, this is a true story. These are real kids. I mean, I'm, I, these kids are my friends. They're young adults now, the ones that were rescued. They're gonna come out soon and tell their story. It's gonna be very awkward when the mainstream media comes after these kids next and accuses them of being part of some conspiracy when in fact, they were rescued from a life of rape. It's, it's, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in the media, perhaps. I mean, this publication says The Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms and that it fetishizes the torture of its child victims. Is that what the movie does? It absolutely does not do that. It tells a story based in truth. And, you know, I, what I think is happening, Jesse, I think that the left and the, these, these media outlets, they don't want to have a discussion that this film is going to compel. A discussion about why 85,000 children showed up unaccompanied at the border and got released into the interior of a country that is uh, the highest consuming country for child exploitation material on the planet. They don't want to talk about why they, the same publications are pushing an agenda to change the word pedophile to minor attracted persons in order to normalize sexual activity with children. I think that's what they're trying to avoid. And they know this film's gonna shine a light on all of the things, all the atrocities happening in children. And so they have to discredit it by lying about it. So what would their motivation be to discredit a movie that's trying to shine a spotlight 
onto atrocities committed against children. Well, they, if, 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 if the truth of human trafficking and child trafficking and child exploitation were to be uh, brought to bear, brought to light, then they would have to have a debate, a discussion that they don't want to have about, again, these policies around sexualizing children or allowing children to consent at a young age to do anything and everything, uh, which would eventually include being, you know, identifying as an adult, perhaps, and having sex with pedophiles. I hunt pedophiles. I've been hunting them for 20 years, and they are watching this, and they're salivating. They are happy that Rolling Stones and The Guardian are ripping on a movie that exposes them. So I don't like the fact that these media outlets are, in fact, wittingly or unwittingly, running interference for human traffickers and pedophiles. Yeah, well, I haven't seen the movie yet, but now I want to see it because this thing made such a splash. Tim, thanks so much for joining us, and good luck at the box office. No, it made a splash, Jesse, because of us, because we on the inside, the people, patriots go out. Uh, It was weird today because right before we came on, I always try to watch the five, especially if I today didn't watch any news. Um, Not at my own fault, just because I just didn't want to. It was just days. I want to fucking. You're just. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are days now I just don't even want to deal with it. So today I really didn't, but I try to watch just a little bit before we come on, start talking about what we see. And uh, I was listening to the five and uh, she's the really pretty dark haired brunette. Uh, She's always on Gutfeld at night. Um, I forget her name. She's, she was taking judge Deneen's spot on the five Kennedy. She, that she's the, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Anyway. So she's on there. She's running in her suck and, uh, she's she, the one with the glasses. No. Okay. Then it's not, then I don't know. Who the fuck it is. I stopped anyway, watching a long time ago. So she was running her suck. And one of the things she said, she said, you know, these Patriots and she was talking about, they were talking about guns and she said, you know, these patriots and, you know, they, they're not taking it the wrong way. And I was like, wait a minute. There's a fracture, another fracture. Because now even the right's trying to distance themselves from the term patriot. Hmm. So with the two wings of the same bird concept in that thought process, it would only make sense that eventually the right would start to pull itself away from the word patriot and watch this. And I'm, I'm speaking very specifically, watch this because this is going to turn into more. It started today market today. Uh, it's uh, seven 54 on the East coast um, here in the U S it's the 14th of, uh, of July, 2023. Today starts this narrative shift. You watch the right is going to push themselves away from the word patriot telling you right now. And it's, it's kind of, this is a Bud Light move right now for the right. If they do this, this is a big Bud Light move because you will start a third party in this country. That third party will carry more power than any other party in this country. No, you'll start a second party in this country because right now there's only one. True you will start a second party in this country and that party will, and it will be the Patriot party. It will be exactly what the name of this podcast is. And I do not give a shit if they take it, do it. 
I will change the name of this podcast. Mm. We'll go to the PPP podcast or something else. But I tell you right now, please take it because that's why we wanted it. It should be. This should be about patriots. It's not about whether you're a Democrat or Republican. It's about do you love your country? Do you want to be in the same place that we all live in? Under this flag that we adore, yet so many people want to destroy. Most of them our own. Which absolutely is reprehensible. Yeah, you can't even, I can't even say it. Mm-hmm. I know. Mud stomp skulls. Mm. Um, well, I have a new theory. I've been saying that almost every day lately. I guess we're going to see something we've never seen before. So here we go. Hold mm-hmm. on to your seats, folks. Okay. Step in. It's not really my theory, actually. Um, I... Uh, Yeah, I know. Um, There was a a military guy that wrote an article that said that uh, World War III will be fought with viruses. In the Wall Street Journal, uh, Richard A. Muller. No. Richard A. Muller. Okay, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, hold on. This douchebag is the same douchebag that's now coming out with the whole bit about the COVID vaccines. Hmm. He he's involved in all of this oh, shit. I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His okay. name I, is I, I on a lot of different things. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. But anyway, but sometimes, you know, the, the evil ones have to tell us what they're going to do in advance. So he wrote this article in the wall street journal saying that world war three would be fought with viruses. And, um, I mean, it's, that's how they started it. Right. COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, COVID was more of a virus of the brain, I think. I don't think COVID was a virus of what we all think it was a virus of. Yeah. It was well, more a control mechanism. How many people can I control in one fell swoop? That was the absolutely. test. Fear is the virus. And it's like a fire alarm. You pull a fire alarm, how many people are going to run out of a building? However, let me get to my conspiracy theory here. Um, They knew they knew that the jab would shut down people's immune systems. They knew that because they gave a pair of doctors a Nobel Peace Prize for designing that into the COVID jab. So they knew. And now, two, three years in, now people's immune systems are decimated. They, I mean, Dying from the easiest things. They in the can't world. handle the littlest cold right now, right? Everything gets them sick. Everything makes them sick. Disability claims are through the roof. Um, people sick days are it's it's gone. It's almost double so, the so, amount of sick days that people so, are taking. Hold so on. fuck that. Hold on. No, because the this applies. Because this morning I had to go to a job. Mm-hmm. The job was at a cemetery. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the door was really beat up, really fucked up, had to fix the door. I got partway through, realized don't have another part and they need the part. And I was like, it's going to cost more money, blah, blah, blah. They've got to get it approved. I was like, what's going on? And the guy sat there and told me, he said, dude, I manage three different properties. He said, I've dug 
grand total of 93 holes in the last four days. 93 holes to bury people. Mm -hmm. Just throwing that out there. This is what a grave digger is telling me. 93 holes in the last four days. You do the math. This is only one cemetery. Well, one of three. Okay. So, have you heard of now? You you remember before COVID, there was that respiratory virus that kind of swept through. Yeah, it was something weird. Something weird, right? Rest of whatever. Something, right, something. and it's before they came out with COVID. It was they they were keeping it low key to give it a chance to spread. I think they're doing it again. I think they've already released something new and they're giving it a chance to spread. Well, well you saw the, the Instagram post that I sent you of the mosquitoes all of a sudden appearing. Like there was this one, they were, were at a concert in Baltimore, a plane flew over and there were all of a sudden all these gnats and mosquitoes started biting people. Mm -hmm. Well, since you bring that up, According to the CDC, five new cases of malaria have popped up in Florida and Texas. A rash of cases of local malaria not seen in the U.S. since 2003. Texas is reporting a case of locally transmitted malaria. It's rare and the first in our state since 1994. And there hasn't been a case of malaria caught locally in the U.S. since 2003. The CDC is reporting that these four people from Florida and then another person from Texas contracted this disease between late May and late June through what they're saying is local transmission. So I did ask Border Patrol if they were concerned that malaria and other diseases were in fact coming over the border with migrants seeking a better life. When we're hearing that there's individuals coming into the United States from all over the world, a lot of them are not getting screened, they're not getting checked. The U.S. sees on average 2,000 cases of imported malaria per year from travelers entering the United States. Currently, there are 32 reported malaria cases in Ohio, but all of the patients were infected in other countries. And yes, Bill Gates is playing God via the Gates Foundation subsidized company known as Oxitec with genetically engineered mosquitoes in the Florida Keys, California, and Southeast Texas. I'm at the world's biggest mosquito factory for the World Mosquito Program. We're making in here 30 million mosquitoes a week. There are some very important problems that don't get worked on naturally. That is, the market does not drive the scientists, the communicators, the thinkers, the governments to do the right things. And only by paying attention to these things and having brilliant people who care and draw other people in can we make as much progress as we need to. And that's why Gavi was created. Gavi came up with the money and a plan to get vaccines out to all the kids of the world. Lo and behold, the EPA did not require peer review or basic preliminary cage trials in Florida and Texas and excluded adequate public comment by not posting relevant documents when they approved the trial, according to J.D. Hansen, policy director. Okay. What the fuck is going on? This just tells me that we just lost Rumble. We just got booted from Rumble? How is that possible? Are you guys still on on Rumble? I mean, I see you're still chatting. 
that's very weird. Let's see. Yeah, I just posted to it. Now okay. it says now it's it's, well, I, I went back in and, and hit like save changes. So yeah, there I just had a refresh. That is very weird. That is really weird. Okay. Why did we just get booted from Rumble? I don't, oh. Okay. All right. Well, we're not frozen. I just I we we just we paused the, the video so yeah. you guys can still see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I refreshed the feed on Rumble. So that was weird. Okay. That is it froze for a second. I refreshed the feed on Rumble. That's very weird. Very weird. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, we'll go back. We're to moving it. on. Director for the International Center for Technology Assessment, while others felt the EPA didn't consider unintended consequences. According to a report in the Daily Mail, a panel of independent experts testified to the Florida Keys Mosquito Board that genetically engineered mosquitoes could also pose significant threats to sensitive ecosystems and human populations in the Florida Keys. And yes, in 2021, with the financial support of the Gates Foundation, GlaxoSmithKline developed a malaria vaccine, a clear case of problem-reaction-solution, where once again Bill Gates adds to his massive fortune through nefarious means. So yes, people are concerned. Bill Gates has become an American pariah following his hand in the rollout of COVID vaccines that continue to injure and kill millions of Americans, a scourge upon humanity due to his buyout of American farmland in favor of Chinese infiltration, GMO crops, and livestock. I want to wish everyone in China a very happy Lunar New Year. Just as the tiger symbolizes vitality and health, since the onset of the pandemic, China has worked hard to not only contain the virus, but also contributed to closing the equity gap. A dastardly degenerate due to his close association with Jeffrey Epstein, that was the downfall of his marriage. Why he began a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein after he pleaded guilty to soliciting prostitution from a minor. And recent revelations of rampant sexual harassment of his underlings the poster boy for the elite's climate change hypocrisy movement. What do you say to the charge that if you are a climate change campaigner, but you also travel around the world on a private jet, you're a hypocrite? I, by the gold standard of funding Climeworks to do direct air capture that far exceeds my family's carbon footprint. And I spend billions of dollars on, on climate innovation. So when the bought and paid for Associated Press and Forbes write hit pieces against those questioning Bill Gates' motives, it merely adds propagandists to the rap sheet of Bill Gates' villainy. Bill Gates is an awful person and shouldn't be in charge of anything supposedly benefiting humanity. John Bound reporting. I agree. So the mosquito thing is disgusting. I mean, think about it. They could give your kid any virus or any, anything, anything. They can give them vaccines for everything through a mosquito bite. And my mom said to me the other day, she was like, when she uh, dropped the kid off, she was like, you know, make sure you put on bug spray when you go outside. Cause there's malaria not too far away from here. 
they're already driving the fear for it. And I was like, you know what cures malaria, mom? Hydroxychloroquine. Ivermectin, fenbendazole. It's a parasite. If you're clean, you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Just saying. I mean, you can still get malaria, but your body knows how to get rid of it pretty quickly if you don't have a whole bunch of chemicals in it. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, malaria sucks, but it's manageable and it's treatable. It's treatable with hydroxychloroquine. Mm. Mm. Simple drugs. Amazing how that works. All you need is a tube of it. You can get it at a tractor supply. Yeah. Ivermectin. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to Dr. Stella, drstellamd.com. Yep. Get hydroxychloroquine there. Anyway. If you want the person prescription. Yes. Not the animal kind. Yeah. Not the horse kind. Yep. However, I don't know how people that have been jabbed will react to malaria. Ooh, that's a good one. How is that going to happen? Ooh, I wonder if that's the reason. Hmm. Told you I had a new conspiracy theory. Mm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if people who are jabbed have a, oh, this is the death nail. Exactly. Snake, because uh, COVID is also parasitic based. Tons of parasites in the jab too. Yep. Um. That's why those things work. Wow. I wonder. I wonder if that is mm-hmm. the reason. Hmm. Yep. Oh, Tom runs kind of. According to. That's the same one. It's migrant. Apologies. Let me go. I pulled it. I, this is like bad. the umpteenth mistake. I see now Fuck I got a, I got a question about oh, that. Like you were always perfect. Fuck off. I was as long as you were pointing at the right, right video. Exactly. This is the one I wanted. The reason why people, they die, they have these white blood clots. White blood clots. So yep. guys, you know what you're seeing here and it's just so sad. He didn't really realize it. And neither did his friend, the interviewer there that this man was in the process of dying. You were watching a man who appears to be in the best shape of his life in the process of dying because he took the bioweapon, sadly, I guess, four times, Tom. He took it four times. No question about it. I mean, and this is what it does. And right. And, And this is really. So let me be a conspiracy theorist for just a minute. Right now. We talk about gene editing and gene this and gene that, and there's a lot of push for that. If you were intentionally trying to modify genetics and you wanted to get away with it in a permanent way, and you decided to use something like messenger RNA as a basis for a vaccine, uh, but you knew that to get the messenger RNA, The manufacturing process was to start with DNA and then to distill it down and then modify it, right? If you wanted to modify human genetics on a permanent basis and you were using that process, you could say, oh, there was a manufacturing error. Anytime 
that you would just wanted to leave a little bit of extra DNA stuff in the in the vial, right? So it would be a perfect, perfect, perfect way to cover this up uh, if you had any intent to do that. And I, I can't say that I have any evidence that there is intent to do that. But what I can tell you is that it certainly seems odd to me that there's such a strong push for modifying genetics. When you hear Yuval Noah Harari talk about the end of Homo sapien, that he wants to see us modified into something new, something better, something different. When you hear Klaus Schwab talk about this, when you hear these guys talk about controlling the human genome and what that means, uh, it, it just gives you a little bit of pause when you say, well, you know, all they'd have to do is introduce a air quotes manufacturing defect. And suddenly that uh, that messenger RNA that's supposed to just fade away from your system after five minutes uh, doesn't because it's not actually messenger RNA because the manufacturing defect uh, introduced DNA into your system that permanently altered your genes. I, I know that's conspiracy theory, and I can't say for sure that that's happening. I readily admit that I can't say that I have evidence to prove that, but it sure stinks to me. Well, the other thing that uh, seems like a conspiracy come true here, a conspiracy in plain sight, is the fact that now we have all this data coming out. And this is just recently within the past week or two. I've seen this all over Twitter. People giving the testimony that there are now it's concrete, I guess it's uh, quantifiable. There are basically three batches of this thing, one of which, number one, is a saline solution. So it won't harm anybody. Number two is a dangerous batch. And number three is a super deadly batch by way most of the deaths seem to be coming. Now, that can't happen by accident, Tom. Batch one can't be saline solution by accident. Just we'll start there. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not only not by accident. You can look at the contracts. So let me explain to you how this works in case for anybody in the audience that doesn't know. So when you go get your jab, you're not buying it from Pfizer or Moderna or anybody else. You're getting it from the U.S. Department of Defense. The United States Department of Defense is under contract with Pfizer, Moderna, and everybody else, and they buy these vaccines from them. The contract says that Moderna, Pfizer, et cetera, will sell these to the Department of Defense, but the Department of Defense may not distribute them unless Pfizer and Moderna are immune from all liability under the PrEP Act. If Pfizer and Moderna are immune from my liability under the PREP Act, then the Department of Defense can distribute them to we the people. So the Department of Defense then distributes them with immunity given to the manufacturers through the PREP Act. If you look at the contracts, those contracts also, they they specifically list that there is more than one type of vaccine that they're buying. Now, you have to ask yourself, if these are safe and effective and they're going to work, why do you need more than one lot? Further. Why do you see FOIA exemptions, which means black boxes where they blurt out what the contracts say, uh, using the advanced weapons tech exemption for FOIA under vaccines? What the hell kind of advanced weapon tech do you need in a vaccine if it's a vaccine? It's not a vaccine. It was never a vaccine. These things are poison gene therapies. They're deadly as can be. This was the largest experiment in human history, the largest medical experiment in human history. If you were lucky, you got a nothing burger jab. If you weren't, you're going to be dead soon. Uh, and if you were really lucky, you're probably unlucky. You were probably dead already. It's a scary, scary thing. 
luckily, you know, I mean, we've got a lot of people working on ways to potentially help with the symptoms on this. I don't know if we've got anybody who's figured out anything yet that will actually reverse any sort of gene programming or, or editing that may have occurred. Uh, but, you know, we can't even get an actual study to know how much of the gene therapy was permanent and how much isn't. They're still denying it. Everything they say is a lie. And when we call them on it, they tell us we're a conspiracy theorist until a few months later when we end up having the proof. You know, I, I you guys have heard Tom Renz before. He's been on our show several times. Yep. Love Tom Renz. Yep. Okay. One of the things he's right on there about, he just said, you know, we don't have anybody who's got anything worked out. As far as fixing your DNA, only God can do that. Um, and I, I agree. There isn't. But I can tell you this much, all right? If you got it, let's say you're listening to us and you're one of those who's not going to comment in the chat because you got it. Or okay, Snake, welcome. I'm not seeing you before. Welcome to the chat. Yes, of course. And uh, I know you said you got it. Mick got the first two. My best friend Heather got the first two and then she got COVID. My dad's had five. Mick's parents have had seven each. Yep. And all of my brothers have been jabbed and all my nieces and nephews have been jabbed yep. as well. The only um, purebreds left in our family are, are my two sons, myself, and my wife and my mother. Yep. Um, literally though, listen, one of the things, um, you know, when you do this type of stuff, uh, dealing with this shit, one of the things I can tell you is probably your safest bet. If you dump all the other bullshit out of your life, you get rid of all, you go all natural on everything. Don't eat anything unless somebody prepares it for you and you know it came out of your garden. That is the biggest part of this. Let me tell you, if you go and you look in history, period, uh, a lot of diseases in the beginning were defeated by just eating a healthy meal mm -hmm. because it helped you internally bigger than anything else because it gave you all the nutrients you needed. It gave you the best way to defeat it. And oh, by the way, it also took care of you. Unfortunately, our food these days, even stuff you buy from the grocery store that's labeled organic, as our son so aptly put it, organic doesn't mean shit these days. Unless you grow it out of your own garden and you know you don't use any pesticides or, or chemical fertilizers or anything like that, the food just isn't as nutritious as it used to be. It has 40% less nutrition. And some things like grains have 90% less nutrition now than ancient grains did. Um, it's it's just a filler. It's it's pointless. It's, it's not crap. it's not even food. However, there are products um that and I've spent the last 2 years looking for different things to help mitigate the symptoms because everybody around me I know I'm going to be cursed with watching everyone around me die and I want to keep them around as long as I can because that really sucks. So uh the best things that we can advise is to go all natural with your food, distill your water. Do not drink the tap water, distill your water. 
um, use Cardio Miracle. Go to defiantmiracle.com. That's amazing. That is all the nutrition, vitamins, minerals, uh, organic, true organ organically grown vegetables, fruits, etc., all in in one scoop. Um, we drink it twice a day with distilled water and uh, THC, psilocybin. Stay all natural. Just don't oregano don't, oil. Don't use shit like uh, my kid. He's got a, a swimmer's ear. He's losing his mind because he's got swimmers here. I gave him, put some hydrogen peroxide in his ear. He's like, oh shit, no, it feels better. Mm -hmm. But yeah, see? Actually, I, I put some oregano oil in his ear this afternoon. And it, don't get me wrong, oregano oil is, that's the strongest thing on earth. No joke. When they test antibiotics and they, they test it against something natural, right? They'll test it against ginger. They'll test it against garlic. And actually garlic and ginger both outperform and like synthetic antibiotics. Antibiotics only kill like 20% of the bacteria. Ginger kills 35%. Uh, garlic kills 40 to 50% depending on the bacteria. You know what they don't test it against? They don't test it against oregano oil because oregano oil kills a hundred percent of the bacteria almost immediately. So they literally can't test it against oregano oil because it, it would destroy them. Like, kills everything. <laughs> it kills everything. So I have some some wild oregano oil um, that I, I purchased. Not although I'm going to start making my own because I have a t I've been growing a ton of oregano. But uh, yeah, it can reverse diabetes as well. Well, no, you can reverse diabetes now with a clean, healthy diet and allergies as well. Um, but I just dribbled some oregano oil in his ear and he was like, oh, that stings. And it feels warm. I mean, it's hot. You put it on topically, it's hot. But I'll, I'll tell you what, by this afternoon, he was good to go. So I, I'm just saying this out one more time. And there's so much more stuff that we can do that. Hey, you know, there's natural ways to do everything. Yep. You have to go all natural though. If you're fighting any disease, it doesn't matter what the disease is. Part of the trick is going all natural. When you start replacing all the bullshit that you normally ingest with all natural shit, it's too easy, but he's right on. I mean, that's what, you know, we've had that conversation with him before. I love his battle axe now that he's got behind him. I think that's hysterical, but it, mm -hmm. I just thought that was very, you know, the point is, is no, there's not a recommended solution from a doctor, but there's a lot of people that have tested out a lot of shit. And we can tell you right now, without a doubt, if you go all natural with everything you do, you have all of your food, you know, exactly where eggs, it's sourced from farm, fresh eggs, three a day. Eggs have a um, protein in them that breaks down a spike protein. So you go do that. I I'm telling you right now, telling you, you're going to feel better. You're going to have a better life. Everything's going to be better. Trust me. There's a reason why our people lived as long as they did. Mm -hmm. We've gotten away from that. Absolutely. Um, should be cautious using such a hot oil in, in the air dilute with olive oil. Uh, it's, it's already diluted. Cause like I said, I purchased it. So it's, it's already designed. It's, um, it's in a, a water soluble base, but it looks, it looks milky actually. So, um, I, I would not put straight oregano oil into his ear. It was already diluted and, and okay for 
topical um, because yes, it is that strong. You don't want to put it directly into your ear. You definitely want to dilute it with olive oil or coconut oil or something like that. So what happens if you get it in your eye? It'd be really bad. Fuck. Yeah. There you go. You just got pepper spray, modern pretty day much. pepper spray. Yeah, pretty much. Perfect. Yeah. Like it. In fact, if you put, they recommend just to keep yourself clean, your, your whole system clean, you put five to 10 drops of oregano oil in a glass of water and drink it every day. And it tastes spicy. I it mean, it's, it's warm. I've, oh yeah. We've eaten. Yeah. Straight oregano. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, let me, let's go back to Tom here. Let him finish. I want to play a clip from you in just a minute. Uh, you appeared at a Senate hearing in Pennsylvania. Uh, I know they won't let you anywhere near Washington, D.C. to get no. on the record there. Uh, the uh, Den of Vipers doesn't want Tom Rents in truth on the national record, on the federal record. But uh, you've got the courage to say the quiet part out loud about who's behind this. So we're going to go there in one second. But during that Senate hearing in Pennsylvania, you also talked about Bill Gates and vaccine via mosquitoes, vaccines via mosquitoes. Uh, you talked about vaccines in the food supply. So we're going to get yep. there in this conversation, too. But uh, I just want to play a real brief clip here of Tom Renz speaking the truth that I don't think I've heard anyone else specifically say. So let me play this clip, a brief clip here from our buddy Tom Renz, who's got the courage to say the most important part out loud. For Ralph Barrett to do what he did with a known enemy of the United States through EcoHealth Alliance. That means that they took biotechnology, advanced biotech, advanced enough to modify a virus into something more dangerous, to literally create a bioweapon. All right, we've got rumble issues again. So hold on. I will refresh it again. Because apparently rumble is having all kinds of issues tonight. Wow, I wonder if they're getting attacked. So if you guys refresh your screen over on Rumble now. You should have the. You should be able to. It should be back. Oh, no, nope. I don't know. Hold I got, on. Still got We still got to. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Rumble being weird. Yeah. Oh, lost y'all. No, we yeah. still see your chat. Okay. All right. It's back. It's back. We still see your chat, so yeah. stand by. Rumble, They're just Rumble, attacking. Yeah, Rumble's refreshed, so it's it's back on a on the green. So if you guys refresh over on Rumble, you should have the picture back. You should be straight now. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Hmm. By legal definition, and transferred it to a lab that was known to be controlled by the CCP, who has said to us, we want to use bioweapons against the U.S. Do you think that he did that without our DOD or CIA knowing that he did that? That's right. That's 100% right. And by the way, I think this is the same hearing where, is this the one where Steve Kirsch also appeared to explain how childhood vaccines are destroying our children. And in the Amish community, there is zero incidence of autism. Guys, this big pharma attack against we and our families has got to stop. It's clearly nothing more than a bioweapons program. And I'm not just talking about the COVID vaccine. I'm talking about the entire childhood vaccination schedule. Uh, you know, Tom, again, my hat's off to you for your courage. About No, we... What? We're good. It's yeah. still playing. Yeah. Oh. I, well, they're, they're done. Oh, okay. So, okay. Anyway, I wasn't sure what you were doing. 
my bad. Well, you were pointing over here like I should get rid of it. So no, okay, I wasn't. I but was no, he was done telling you that it was still playing. No, I know. Fine. Yep. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, but we loved. Him. Oh, where did he get some of that information that he gave out at that Senate hearing? I probably you. Oh, yeah, what do you know? Bit. We told him about Ralph Barrick the very first time we met him, and about how Twenty Three and Me um, is owned. 40% by EcoHealth Alliance. And the Human, human Genome Project. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Ancestry.com is owned by Google. And they've all been collecting our DNA for years and giving it to China to develop genetic weapons against us. Hence why so many different people had so many different symptoms when they caught COVID. And the reactions were the different but the same. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. Weird. Huh? Almost as if somebody knew you're editing and splicing exactly where the CCGG genes meet mm -hmm. in your body. Weird. Well, this was interesting. This is coming out of Australia. Listen to this one. are being told to destroy COVID vaccination data collected about their staff. WorkSafe says regulations have expired today and employers have just 30 days to dispose of the personal information. Pandemic orders allowed for the collection, recording and holding of an employee's vaccination status over and above usual privacy standards. Get rid of that data before people start coming after you. You got to get rid of the evidence. Yep. So that you can't be held liable. You got 30 days to get rid of the evidence before they open up the courts and let mm. them start coming after employers. Hmm. Well, they got dump days. I mean, I guess yeah. whatever. I mean, they're, they don't live here in America. Obviously. No, no. But if it's going on there, it's coming here next. Oh, here's another very interesting one. A video the other day of, um, showing how this the ink well the black on neurofane tablets that we think is ink um, is actually graphene oxide and i decided to do the test myself now it confirmed it to me after two tablets in the water but what i did was i put in a whole week's worth of neurofane um, into a glass now i'm just gonna swirl it a little bit because there's quite a bit of tablet debris at the bottom. But what I want to show you is the graphene oxide in the tablets. Can you imagine? This is just a week's worth. If you've been taking Nurofen or a year, how much of this stuff is in your system? We really need to start looking at things. We need to start looking at things and not just trusting. So buy tablets that don't have that ink or the graphene oxide in it, um, but question everything. Yeah, no shit. Don't buy tablets Holy at all. Fucking shit. Yeah. Dude, that's some scary. That's some scary shit right there. Mm -hmm. I, 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 that's the fucking freaky shit right there. Don't trust any, any of it. 
Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. 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 Was she Australian or uh, British? British. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sparky boy. Hey, is this true? I mean, is this real? I mean, is there, you do the same test for us and record it, send it to us. Cause we can't get those drugs like you guys can over there. Yeah. Like it takes us, to, we gotta be sick for us to get them. It would be crazy to see that shit. If it, if we could r- replicate that experiment and do it again and see if we could fucking take the magnet, the rare earth magnet. Nuprofen. That'd be crazy. Yep. Looked like a, some kind of a naproxen or a uh, Aspirin ibuprofen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Dr. McCulloch, I'm with Charlie Kirk. Why is it that 99% of pediatricians are pathological when it comes to the full CDC schedule? In fact, they won't allow kids to go to some summer camps or some schools. What is it in the medical training that creates almost a religious commitment to mass childhood vaccination with no delays, no questions? On the three-month mark, you must go through these six vaccines, hepatitis B, hepatitis A, you know, Prevnar, polio. Some of those things might have some interesting, you know, counterpoints, but then, you know, chicken pox, DTAP, is is there a money incentive? Is there insurance incentive? Or is it the way they are trained? It's the way they're trained. And, you know, there's been about 150 year vaccine ideology uh, that the, the, the ideology is that the human system is inherently weak, that man can make it better, uh, that vaccines are good. By the way, Charlie, the same ideology is in veterinary medicine. Every year there's more and more vaccines for pets and for livestock. So it's the same ideology. Uh, it's it's never considered that we can challenge it. We can never challenge vaccines. And now with the COVID-19 vaccine added to the childhood schedule, everyone's saying, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. The financial incentives to pediatricians actually are the capper. Uh, there with strong ideology, strong orthodoxy, and then financial incentives. The, the doctors end up railroading them on the parents without any fair discussion of of safety and, and clinical need. No, and there's this mass guilt. I mean, so there's, there's some of the vaccines might be necessary. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on this, but if, you know, if you even ask a question like, Hey, maybe we couldn't go back to like the 1984 schedule. They say you're anti-vax and, but, but doctor also it, it is the rapidity there. They will go through five or six or seven vaccines in one doctor's office, right? Uh, one doctor's visit, correct? Right. And, you know, it's it's not just, uh, you know, uh, autism, ADD, but it's also allergic asthma, need for tympanosmy tubes, ectopic dermatitis. Uh, there's a clear risk of febrile seizure and death. That's been reported with multiple vaccines given at one time. You know, so one proposal would be to make it much more risk stratified, space them out. Uh, for instance, uh, little boys don't have any consequences from rubella or German measles. It's only girls approaching childbearing years. So we could take the boys out of the rubella program, for instance. Uh, hepatitis B, it's only needed in babies at birth. I know. Drug-using mothers or those with active hepatitis B. All the other children can actually skip it. And then if they become a healthcare worker later on like me, they can take it. So I'm not anti-vax, Charlie. You know, I've taken every vax. I've ca- I counted up the number of shots I personally received in life. It's 69. I've been but like you, a push well, cushion. That's a lot, but, doctor. But that's under the childhood vaccination schedule right now. I, I know, but listen, I, you know, Charlie, I'm 60 years old. Do you know what a child today would no, accumulate? That, they get that's to be right. It's 65. 75. Yeah. 
so so no, it's going to be way more than a hundred. No, with it's because the multiplicity. I, I you know I got to you know skip chickenpox and all the other uh, vaccines. Um, so the bottom line is even lightly vaccinated. I'm at 69 shots. 40 of them have been flu shots. But the question is being asked: When is it too much? And the data may be emerging now. It's too much. We probably are going to need to go to risk stratification for what's really needed, what's really appropriate, and not just, you know, pummel these kids with salvos of vaccines. But doctor, can you also mention that as modern medicine progresses on the treatment side, is it always necessary to then, is it, is there a question of, do you need to then inoculate against the potential disease or bacterial infection if your treatments have improved? For example, we can control fevers better. You know, we have, we have more targeted antibiotics, for example, against, you know, meningitis or, you know, whooping cough. Is that ever factored into the conversation or is mass inoculation the only methodology that we're willing to embrace? No, it should be factored in the, cons- the, the conversation for sure. Um, you know, for sure, d- diphtheria and pertussis, Charlie, are treated with a Z-pack. Uh, tetanus nowadays with good wound care, we just don't have tetanus outbreaks. It's easy to, to, to treat, you, you know, always give antibiotics with deep tissue wounds anyway. Uh, measles is very well supported. It's a mild uh, illness. Uh, mumps, again, very supportable. Congenital rubella, I think there would be a case in, in women. You, congenital rubella syndrome is, is, is terrible. Can be, you know, the vaccine there is effective. There's a case there. Hepatitis B would only be for healthcare workers or high-risk people later on in life. Uh, the pneumococcal vaccine and flu vaccines, they simply don't work. And recent studies show they have no protection against serious outcomes. So I think the vaccine schedule could really be streamlined and we could uh, probably de-risk it a lot. The kids right now who are skipping all the vaccines though, including this study you brought up, they look the best. Going natural right now looks the best. Go all natural. You know, when I brought our child in, our teenager for uh, his appointment the other day to get his uh, class schedule for high school, they reminded me that he's going into 11th grade. He needs a pneumococcal vaccine. I said, no, he doesn't. I said, what? No, it's required. Nope. Nope. Fortunately, can't do that. Sorry. We have an allergy, which we legitimately do. We have an allergy to ethyl mercury, thimerosal. It's the same damn thing. Um, as well as aluminum, which is an adjutant in all vaccines, but uh, the stabilizing agent, not the vaccine itself, the stabilizing agent. So when our teenager was little and we knew about an allergy to some vaccines, like no one gets the DTAP in our family, Um, but he got, the only one he got was MMR. And he had a febrile seizure and then Later on, he presented with ADHD. Uh, He also had to have tubes in his ears, constant ear infections, tubes in his ears, and he had a twisted urethra. Funny because of all four of those things, Dr. McCulloch mentioned them all as a side effect of vaccines. And our kid only had one. So no, he's not getting the pneumococcal vaccine. They can fuck off. I have to go and and get a 
notarized letter and this, that, and the other. Fine, whatever. I don't care. Not doing it. Not doing it. Haven't worked this hard to get us all, all natural and healthy to start injecting with poisons again. Nope. Because they don't work anyway. As Dr. McCullough just said. Hmm. All natural. That's it. All natural is the best way to go. Um, there is a. Are you, you going to play that one that you've had sitting nope. there for the last fucking. Not quite yet. There's 35 one, minutes. Another one in here that I want to get to before we get to that. Okay. And just, just real quick. And I know you've, you've touched on this earlier. So on, on January 31st, the now email that, you know, somewhat famous email that you sent virus looks engineered virus, not consistent with evolutionary theory. Um, you know, I, I think, I, I think that was part of that email and, and comments Dr. Gary made where it was what prompted the, the conference call. And then four days later, you, you come back and basically say, if you believe it came from a lab, um, then you're some, it's some crackpot theory. And, what happened in that? I mean, that, that's a pretty dramatic change in four days. And I know you've talked about it before, but that's what I, I think I find so concerning is you went from virus looks engineered, not consistent with evolutionary theory, to you're crazy if you think it came from a lab. And that all happened in four days. So that's, that is a misrepresentation of what the email actually says. Let me just read that sentence because I say the main crackpot theories going around at, at the moment related to this firing being somehow engineered with intent, and that is demonstrably not the case. I'm very specifically uh, referring to the fact that this is engineered with intent, i.e. a bioweapon. Okay, at that well, time, well, okay, I still Okay, fair enough. So you're saying it wasn't, there wasn't an intention to have it, this, this you know, done in, in a lab, but so you're not saying it couldn't have come from a lab. That is correct. At that time of writing this email, in fact, I thought the, the plausibility of this being a, a lab cultured virus was still yeah. high. I, I kept that belief until do you, do you, mid do you to think, late February. Do you think, the, uh, you know, you've been strong on the zoonotic uh, uh, theory. Do, do you think it could have come from a lab, even today, as you sit here? Not as I said here today, no, I think the plausibility of this, this having come from the lab, given the evidence, I don't find that plausible at all. FBI's wrong. People who disagree, people who think it came from a lab is wrong. The fact that American tax dollars went to a lab in China, a lab that wasn't up to code, should have been level three, even based on what you guys say, wasn't up to code, doing, I think, potentially gain-of-function research, and it breaks out in that town in China. But somehow, no, it, it can't even be possible that it came from a lab. It has to be the zoonotic approach. It, it is possible, as I'm saying. I don't find it plausible, or maybe I should say probable, given the evidence that we have available to us. Again, anything is possible. And as we are saying in the Proximal Origin paper and also in later papers, is that it is currently impossible to prove or disprove any. Oh, you're such a fucking liar. Yeah, he's trying to save his own ass. He, he doesn't oh. want you guys. He doesn't want the wolf pack to show up on his front door. That's what he doesn't want. Mm -hmm. Let's yeah. be honest. He's a pussy boy. He's This is somebody trying to break the top of the water, scurrying. I got to get out. I got to get out. He's he's just whatever. He's fucking searching. What a faggot. Whatever. Yep. Oh, no. right along. I, it, it wasn't made with intent. Shut up. There it was. No was. You know was it was. Intent. Get the fuck out of here. You're trying to cover up for your buddy, Anthony. Shut the fuck up, you stupid little fuzzy little foreigner. Yep. We get it. Yep. Anyway. You blew Anthony. Hmm. So, moving on to CBDCs. They're coming really soon. Did you see crypto? 
No, I heard it's back on the rise again. Though. Yeah, XRP is up like a ridiculous amount, and um, it's taking everything along with it. Bitcoin, Bitcoin's up. Um, Doge up. I don't know. I don't have Doge. I have uh, I have Bitcoin and um, Ethereum. Ethereum's up too. So damn. Anyway, XRP stuck up, in. I got the fuck XRP's out. I was like, the "Fuck most. that shit." Well, I stuck in because I didn't, I didn't sell out before I was lower than what I'd put in, and I was not about to sell at a loss. Fuck it. So I kept it. She so wrote it. I wrote it, and now it's back up to slightly more than what I purchased it for, and I'm going to keep writing it. Fuck it. Go for it. Why not? Fuck it. Anyway, I'll hold on to it. We might be billionaires one day. Yeah, you never know. Just off of a simple couple bucks you threw in. Yeah, 500 bucks. Fuck it. Okay. In a recent Time Magazine article, Ray Dalio of Bridgewater Associates Hedge Funds warned that the world is on the brink of disaster. He came to this conclusion based on current events that haven't happened since the 1930s. The largest amounts of debt and inflation, the biggest gaps in wealth and values, resulting in the rise of populism on both the left and the right against the elites. And the greatest international conflict between world powers, most importantly, between the US and China. Peter Ange writes, that the easy way out of this mess would be for the elite to proactively shrink in scope, get government out of the economy, out of social engineering, and out of propagandizing kids. But of course, this won't happen. Common sense and simple observation will tell you that the so-called elites will continue on their path towards economic destruction and world war, which is likely what the international bankers had planned all along. Let us not forget that the fast-growing BRICS monetary system was born in 2001 out of Goldman Sachs. In 1971, President Nixon officially ended the gold standard and replaced it with the petrodollar, in which OPEC agreed to price their oil in U.S. dollars in exchange for U.S. military protection. This blood money deal preserved U.S. control over the world economy but when the U.S. weaponized the SWIFT payment system against Russia, BRICS became the only viable solution for the rest of the world. Reuters in New Delhi reported that last May, the State Bank of India rejected Indian Oil Corp's planned payment in U.S. dollars for Russian oil. And so they went to a private bank and settled their trade for Russian oil by paying in Yuan to the Bank of China and have continued to do so since. A shortage of U.S. dollars in Argentina has caused commercial banks to allow the Chinese yuan as a form of currency in savings and checkings accounts. Argentina has already been issuing securities in the Chinese yuan and has made a $2.7 billion payment to the International Monetary Fund using the Chinese BRICS currency. The Federal Reserve Bank's FedNow is scheduled for launch by the end of July. FedNow is officially an update to the Federal Reserve's payment processing and settlement system and appears to be a backdoor to creating a central bank digital currency. Private blockchain operator Tassat has partnered with the Federal Reserve's new payment system and will serve as an interface for FedNow. 
FedNow will also connect with Metal Blockchain, whose CEO and founder claims will allow banks to prepare for an eventual central bank digital currency, along with bank-issued stablecoins. The idea of a central bank digital currency is already hugely unpopular with the majority of Americans. But according to Dale Hauser, it is being set up to destroy alternative blockchain solutions, such as Ripple and Stellar. And if the powers that be are successful in destroying the U.S. economy, then the only other option to accepting a CBDC would be some sort of revolution, which would be nearly impossible seeing as how divided the populist movement is within the left-right paradigm. Last week in China, the World Economic Forum proclaimed that the entire world needs to switch to a central bank digital currency with expiry dates and restrictions on undesirable purchases. They proposed using artificial intelligence to censor hate speech and disinformation on the internet and using artificial intelligence to control a global social credit system that will involve wearable devices with sensors to monitor everyone's actions. If we the people fail to unite against the powers that be, then their solution will most be world war, depopulation, and total control. And this is all happening right now. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Wow. Um, I mean, CBDCs are supposed to be released this month. That's a, that's a dark look, but... Yeah, I mean, I see it. All of that is possible. Think about it. Think about it. You you want to go buy a gun, right? For instance, uh, I got a friend of mine. We hadn't talked in a while, but we're that good of friends that we picked up the phone today, found out some horrible health issues he had. Um, but we started bullshitting. He asked me about how the kids were doing, told him about my oldest son, how he was going to shoot skeet in high school. He's like, oh, no shit. He's like, dude, if they give him shit about your bird gun, I got a skeet gun for him. Like literally picked up where we left off. Not a problem. That shit right there, that's to divide us. I don't give a fuck what you say. That is to 100% divide us. That's all a CBDC is meant for. Because we're splitting the chat. And, and trust me, if you believe in the CBDCs, don't get me wrong. I, I get it. You're going after the money. That's fine. I don't have a problem. That's called capitalism. It's why we do it. You have the right. There's nothing wrong with that. However, I do believe that the CBDC ultimately will be used to draw a more deeper line across this country because there are certain people that support CBDCs. I don't. I don't support anything I can't hold. I am one of those, maybe I'm old school, maybe I'm just one of those old fogey farts that I've got to hold it, but I don't believe in wealth unless I've got it in my hands or I'm swimming through it like Scrooge McDuck. I mean, that's the way it's got to be for me. I think CBDCs are the wrong way to go yep. because I think it branches us away from. It's just another level of control. Who we are as Americans. Mm -hmm. They can stop you from buying guns. If you went out like the, the whole bit about my buddy, we picked up where we left off. Yes. Whole point is, is now I don't have to go buy a gun for a season and find out if my kid actually likes it. If he likes it, then I got to go buy a gun. What am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to buy a skeet gun with a card. Oh, no, you can't. Sorry. They said your CBD skeet, CBDC score your is too low. Your social credit score is too low. No, you're, just, you're not allowed to buy a gun. 
Uh, I thought I lived in America. Not anymore. Hmm. Not for a long time. Hmm. Just saying. Anyway. Well, over uh, over in the EU, there is one person standing up. And we've played her before. She's been standing up. We are here today to tell you, WHO, globalitarian misanthropists, we are here today to tell you, you picked this fight, you wanted this fight, well, guess what? You've got it. Let's fight. Because these brave citizens, my colleagues and I, we will not tire to fight you every step of the way. These brave seven citizens and millions and millions more around the world, these are the people you will have to reckon with from now on, because we are millions, millions around the world. It is you that is the small French minority. You are the ones who do not have the right to dictate to the people what they want and what they don't want. So take it from me, take it from us, take it from these seven citizens who gathered here today, take it from the millions and millions of people around the world. We will bring you down and we will not tire until we have done just that. Well, fucking A. Give that woman a Thundercats, please. Fucking A. Absolutely. She gets it. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. <laughs> and, and that is, you know, the, the thing is, is <laughs> we've, we've got to do that here, folks. America, we've got to do that. The rest of the world is looking at us because they also realize the same thing we realize. There is no fallback position after us. We're it. We're it. Hence, our abbreviation, United States, us. There is no fallback position other than us. This is the fallback position. We don't have a place to go to after us. There ain't none. This is the only place on earth that you can openly, freely carry a gun 90% of where you want to go. And it's getting better every day. Where else are you going to do that? And yet at the same time, you know, they've called America the great experiment for a very long time. Yep. I feel like. Uh, the experiment is successful. It, is it though? Yes, because it is. We've lost it. No. Well, we've lost it, but. We've got to get it back. We can get it back. It's not so going to take right much. now. We've failed. The experiment has failed, and we do need to get it back. I don't think it takes much though to get it back. I hope. I hope you're right. I I really don't. But unfortunately, it does require, you know that that R word. That I know nobody wants to say. Mm -hmm. It does require a bit of rebellion. A bit. Just just saying. I think we can scare the shit out of enough people in this country that, hey, look, we're not to be fucked with. We're not, you know, you took that message that you got 
a certain way, very dark. <laughs> you kind of went down that road that everybody associates your name with, Moda, as the mother of the apocalypse. I mean, there's a reason for that. I, I take it a different way. And hearing how you described it in your um, in your exaltation, maybe it's the hopium pipe that I've been smoking, but no um, shit. I was wondering where that went. There is, I, I think there is some hope there. I, I don't think what he was trying to tell you was it's over. What I think he was trying to tell you was over is no longer will we sit idly by and watch this happen. I think by drawing the line in the sand, it is a lot like what happened on July 23rd, 1775 when fucking Paul Revere made his ride. I believe it's a lot just like that. Like if there is a revolution in this country, if we finally do find our nuts, if we finally do reach down and realize that we have testicles hanging in between our legs and we finally realize that there's only 15% of this country actually in charge of us. And we actually not even 15%, like less than 1%. If we actually do just stand up with one foot as one country, as one people and together in one time say, no, we're done. If that happens, I think we change whatever's about to come. I think things become different. If we don't though, if we can't, and what falls in line with it is war. Um, I, I think our destruction is assured. But so far, I've never seen this country not come together at times of absolute need. Days after 9-11, everyone hung the stars and bars. Nobody give a shit. Didn't matter who you were. There was a time in this country when we were like that. Sure, it was the same way after Pearl Harbor. I'm sure that we've always reacted the same way as a people. Granted, government funded, whatever you want to call each one of those events. Yeah, but now the next ploys to get us involved in a war. Black Swan event is going to be a lot bigger. But I don't think it is. I think that's where the problem is. I think the word's gotten out. I think a lot of people... Like this whole Ukraine thing, for instance, it's a perfect example because the country is perfectly divided on this situation. There's some of this country that completely believes that we should send money to Ukraine. And there's the other half of this country that's saying, wait, hold the fuck on. What about us? We need the money too. And I think this Ukraine thing and the whole child sex trafficking thing, when you start putting the Republicans are, and I won't even say Republicans. I would say Patriots are building the walls that are starting to push. And those, the push comes because so many people have gotten behind this movie. Look at it. Look at it in the news. It completely destroyed Indiana Jones. Fucking Disney sunk $400 million Indiana, into Indiana Jones. 
woke piece of crap. And you just had a movie that came out that was done by another studio that absolutely wiped the floor with it. Now they're sucking for money. Yeah. I I just heard uh, yesterday, the Yankees, their pinstripe uniform, never been fucked with in the history of baseball. Never. Nobody, they don't even put names on the back of the pinstripe uniforms. Reason being, there's never been a name on the back of that uniform. Guess what they're about to do? They just sold a swath of the uniform for advertisement. They're going to put on their uniform for the first time ever. Yep. Pinstripes are now going to have a star insurance, which has been supporting the the Yankees since the beginning. Dead serious. The next thing you know, Major League Baseball in the NFL is going to look like NASCAR, where the ads don't mean anything anymore. They just look stupid. Like all of NASCAR, NASCAR thinks the ads are, I don't. I think the ads are gay. Why do you put them on the cars? We know what you stand for. We get it. Cars, uniforms. Next thing you know, it's going to be on the track itself. Yeah, no shit. It's going to be in the grass. Each one of the seats is going to have a... A, a different ad on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just sell the rest of everything away. Mm-hmm. But why is that happening? Because nobody likes baseball anymore. Because baseball went woke. Yep. Here soon, the NFL is going to feel it. I got a feeling this season is going to be a telltale season for the NFL. Yeah, sucky one. Um, but I, I, you're starting to see it everywhere. We're having an effect, whether you like to admit it or not. There is an effect going on. The question is, do we have the Constitution to take it to the next level? And that is where everybody's asking that question right now, and nobody's got a fucking answer. Yep. Exactly. And uh, that's where the worry is. Where do we stand after that? Mm-hmm. What happens after that? Hmm. You know, I, I drove through a neighborhood, a gated community the other day, and uh, there's a flashing sign, you know, the light signs, the LED signs. Mm-hmm. And it said, oh, it's uh, July 8th. You need to take down your 4th of July decorations. No, it's July 14th. No, no, this was the other day. It was okay. July 8th when I drove through the neighborhood. It's July 8th. You need to take down your 4th of July decorations. That's sad. That's fucking sad. It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? No, no, no. The fact that a gated community said you had to take down your 4th of July decorations. Oh, it's an HOA. Yeah. See, that's why I'll you never, pay for that. I'll never live in one. You pay for that. I'll never live in one. I know. Fuck that shit. It's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. They can take your house away, you know. What? They can HOAs. HOAs can legally, if if you don't abide by their rules, um, they can. You can rack up like they can fine you enough that they can then go to court and. I, I'd love to put see a him. lean on your house. I'd love to see him try that with away. me. I will fucking shoot every person that comes near my house. Yep. Yep. Period. Well, that's why we fuck. don't live in an HOA and never will. So anyway, I say we get out of here because I got to feed the children, the little ones swimmer's ear he's finally able to eat i promised him soup because that pain went all the way down his jaw so he couldn't bite down anything couldn't chew today oh my god the drama you're the only one that puts up with that i just i know so i I don't put up with it that much you actually put up with it a lot more than i did just want to say no oh no you were catering him today a lot more than i was i didn't cater Mm -hmm. 
Okay. What? Because I cleaned his ear out? No. Because <laughs> he was whining and you're like, come on, buddy, let's go take a look at your ear and see what's going on. And I was like, stop whining. I'm over it. <laughs> well, I had just gotten home too. So exactly. I hadn't heard it as long as you had. <laughs> Annie is currently under the desk. She did do an appearance, actually. Come here, Bear. Come here, Annie. She's bear. chewing her own paw right come now. Here, Annie so bear. stand by. Come here. Come on up. No, she doesn't want to come no, up. She tonight. doesn't want to do it. She's just laying under She's the desk. Chilling. She's chilling. All right. All right. So we're going to get out of here. Uh, you'll be back tomorrow. Yep. With Heather. Hopefully she's feeling better. I'm supposed to pick her up early in the morning. So we'll see. Okay. Um, but you'll be back tomorrow for Freedom Garden. Yes, I will be back at tomorrow. At 145 for mm -hmm. the pre-show. Yep. 2 p.m. for the regular show. Yep. And then we'll both, both be back for uh, True Spiracy on Sunday, mm -hmm. which we will be airing the two-hour Tucker um, interview and uh, maybe some more destruction of uh, retarded Republican candidates who are trying to uh, run for office. Yeah, no kidding. It'll be a tuckered Sunday. Yeah, tuckered. Yes. Yeah. Be very tuckered. Yeah, well, maybe that's what we'll call it, get tuckered. Um, no, that's what we have to call it now. Now it's get tuckered. All right. I like that. It's like get shorty, but get tuckered. Exactly. And tomorrow we're going to talk about uh, saving your seeds. So how to how to save your seeds from the stuff that you get out of your garden for next year. So, you know, cucumbers and stuff that's in your garden, not the, whether you put them in freezer, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Like so, yep. you know, cucumbers, tomatoes, um, things like that. So, you know, stuff that just about everyone has growing in their garden. How do you save those seeds so that if it's not available for next year, then, um, you know, you guys know what to do. So anyway, yes, that's it. So, We'll be back then. Uh, till then, y'all have a great weekend, fuckers. We'll see you on Sunday uh, for the Mick. And be Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. Thanks for watching, y'all.
Fuck around and find out. Love my 